Kiss 92.5 Studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you ready? This is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey, I'm Sean Mendez. This is Selena Gomez. Jersey Drake. Taylor Swift. Post Malone. Camila Cabello. This is Ed Sheeran. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Right here. Turn up. My, my boys, Roz, Roz and Mocha. Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. I can see uh, Between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. Thank you, Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. and Mocha Show podcast. Powered by Air Transat. People reveal things they are hilariously bad at. This is trending on Twitter. Before we get to what people are saying on the streets, Roz, mm-hmm. some of the answers include, I couldn't whistle to save my life. Uh, somebody wrote, doing a cartwheel. Oh yeah, that's tough. Somebody wrote, I write menus and work for a restaurant. I cook meals from... All over the world. And for the life of me, I cannot make simple rice. <laughs> <laughs> That's no joke, though. And we talked about this on the show before. Rice is actually very difficult for some people to cook. I can't parallel park on the right side of the street. Oh, yeah. Parallel, parallel park, park, at park all? on the left. Really? I cannot parallel park on the right. Maury can't drive in reverse. Oh, yeah, that's hilariously bad. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so how do you parallel park then? Because you got to go in reverse for that. No, if I have to, if it's only on the right, then I'll find somewhere. I literally cannot do it. Yeah, but like we had to drive 60 feet one time in reverse on my road (laughs) and watching Maury drive it. It was was like, first of all, terrifying. 60 feet. I've never seen somebody (laughs) drive in reverse like that before. Because the wheels keep moving around. It was like, you know when when, uh, you, you see a guy running through a field and like somebody's shooting arrows at him and you have to run zigzag style. Yeah. That's how Maury drives when he's driving in reverse. Like his hands on the wheel are like pumping back and forth. Like the car it's is moving. His hands aren't even on the wheel. It's like we're being hunted. <laughs> right? It's he, he drives zigzag style in reverse. You? There was radio station I worked at in Kitchener yeah. years ago. The studio faced the street. We were ground level, right? Oh, it's big, big windows. Yeah. And there was a bar directly across the street from us mm-hmm. and like a bunch of stores. Busy part of town. And this guy was coming into the radio station to interview for a job. <laughs> and he drove his car. And there's free street parking. <laughs> yeah. And he there was one like primo spot directly across the street from the radio station. <laughs> right. And this guy, it was me, our boss. And somebody else were standing at the window and watching as he was trying to parallel park. Oh, no. That's rude. <laughs> that's right? so rude. No, but we didn't know it was him oh, at the time. Oh, yeah. We had no idea. We had no idea it was him. Yeah. And he couldn't do it for the life of him. Right. It's tough. He got out of the car. At that point, we realized <laughs> it was him. Yeah. Right? The bar directly across the street from the radio station had these giant garage doors. Right? Yeah. So, like, patio style. No. He asked one of the guys that was sitting there drinking. No. no. Said, to park his car? To parallel park his no. car. So, the guy, the guy was really nice. Yeah. He came out, parallel park. And dude walked in, ended up getting the job. No. He ended up getting the job. You want to make somebody nervous? When you're walking down the street, if you see somebody parallel parking, any any human being, any human being, you want to make them nervous? Yeah. As they're about to start parallel parking, just take out your phone and film them. 
That's so bad. When I'm parallel parking, I do a full 360 circle check, not for other cars, but to make sure nobody's looking through their window. (laughs) (laughs) Don't look at me while I do my thing, man. Oh, man. All right. So, what are people people revealing things that they're hilariously bad at? Okay, so what about you? What are you hilariously bad at? Oh, God, I'd have to say dancing. Every time I dance, I can't help but think of Elaine from Seinfeld, where she's just a sort of spasmically moving her body without any coordination. It's one of those things, especially being a young black guy, you expect a certain rhythm of like rhythm and coordination, but. It's not there. It's not there at all, and there's no way to bypass that of an inch from getting kicked out of the club. Okay, go ahead. What's you? Uh, any kind of flexibility gymnastics, I'm just a wreck. Complete wreck. Can't touch my toes to save my life. You give me a billion dollars, and I couldn't do it. I can't walk and light a cigarette at the same time. So I had Good. to stop and light the cigarette because I couldn't do both at the same time. So when I try to draw people, um, they always look like aliens or not like people singing totally tone deaf i can't play an instrument i can't sing to save my life what's your favorite song if you could sing it probably some duran duran okay let's try a little bit of duran duran then let's see how tone deaf you really are one two three and uh, i'm hungry like the wolf okay what's yours i can't fold a fitted sheet they just there's no lines you can't like fold it together there's (laughs) yeah it's true it's just rounded so it doesn't so what happens when you have to um i just crumple it up (laughs) okay gotta get yours what's yours i'm just really horrible at changing diapers i don't like to do it i don't want to do it and i suck at it i can't figure out the flaps like uh there's uh what's the front what's the back i don't know like help here we go the Roz and mocha show podcast so uh, was it last week's podcast, more that you brought up? Because Maury Matthew, his husband Matthew, just got a dog. And Maury, you brought up the fact that... I had you, questions. You had questions. And you were going to bring in the dog's toothpaste to try it out before you tried it on on the dog, right? Well, yeah. And I also learned in the last podcast from Mocha that we, I don't need this yet because he only has baby teeth. Right, right. His baby teeth are going to fall out. And so, they are sharp, I'll tell so you that. So this is, yeah. what is this? This is Arm & Hammered Beef Flavored Fresh <laughs> <Yeah>. Mint. <laughs> yeah. Beef and Mint! Fresh Mint! And it's tar- it's tartar control oh. dog toothpaste. Are you sure you want to do this, man? Did you read the instructions? Like, not the instructions, but th- does it say mm-hmm. for, you know, yeah, a specific gonna, age I'm gonna, range? I'm going I'm to make sure that this they don't say this is not for humans on here. because. But I if it's for dogs, how can it not be for humans? Well, like, do you eat dog food? I need to get my flashlight out to read the back because I'm blind. <laughs> Uh, Do you go to restaurants and read menus with that? Absolutely. I have no shame. When I'm in a restaurant and it's dark, I bring up my phone and I shine the flashlight on it. Who else does that? My Nana. Yeah, I do it. I I don't care. Make a, I don't care. Put a light in the table, man. Everything's so dark now. Everything's, why is everything so dark? Well, they give you a Everywhere candle. you go, it's so dark. I can't read anything. Well, because it's oh, food you know gets better in the dark? No, I can't. I, you know, I have to, I'm out now. I have to give Roxy something for me to, uh, to read to me. Seriously? Yeah. I, give, I hand her everything. I'm like, what does that say? Wow, that's such an uh, Directions. thing to say. Uh, for first-time brushers, this is you, more. Uh, put a small amount of toothpaste on uh, on your finger and invite the dog to lick it off. Slowly progress to lifting your dog's lips and rubbing the toothpaste uh, on your finger along the gum line and teeth. When your pet is comfortable, put a small amount on a toothbrush. Okay, we're going to say you're comfortable with both... Um, there are no warnings on here. Oh, hold on here. Uh, ingredients is too small for me to read. Even and there's no warnings. Yeah, you sure? There's no warnings. What's the big words in the box? Well, if it were that small, they don't want anybody to read it anyway more. So don't worry about it. <laughs> 
Okay, so this is more. Here's your your uh, your, your double ended toothbrush <laughs> and your beef and mint flavored toothpaste. Yeah. Okay, yo, let me see. I just want to smell the toothpaste. Yeah, come on over. Yeah, I have to take off the little cap. Oh my god. Okay, see? See. Give, give it a smell, Mocha. <laughs> like, oh, oh my god! Oh my god! What does it smell that like? may be the grossest thing I've ever smelled. Yeah, is it? Is it? Is, is it really beef and mint? Yeah. Yeah. Roz, you, you have to smell it. it. You know what it okay. smells like? What's that? It smells like minty corn beef. Really? <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh. Right? Does it smell like a minty corn beef? You know what it smells like? Hold on here. <sighs> Like hot dog and mouthwash. <laughs> oh, that's so gross. Right? God, I may barf. Okay, well, don't, first of all. <laughs> Do I not get a little bit of water? Maury, this is your thing, man. Yeah. Don't make it seem like you're in some sort of prison and we're torturing you here. <laughs> you, brought, you bought this and brought it in. <laughs> Do I not get any water? Uh, you didn't yeah. put enough toothpaste oh, on no, there, No, no, you can't put more than that. Hold on, that's not a full... Yeah, if you're going to brush your teeth, you're going to brush your teeth. There boy. you go, buddy. So, hold on, am I actually just brushing my teeth As with this? As you normally would. As okay. you normally would. Okay, so just brush your teeth like you normally would. Okay, back at starting the molars. Start the oh. molars. Yeah, start yeah. the molars. Start the yeah. Back. yeah, start the molars. Get to the front ones. Yeah. Oh. 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 Smell <laughs> <laughs> his breath. <laughs> what is it? Smell? Oh my god. It really stinks. Oh. You know what? Oh. Now that the toothpaste has been in Maury's mouth, yeah. the smell right now while this is happening yeah. is way worse. Than- You're just going to swallow it, Maury. Just swallow it. It's fine to swallow it. Why? You think dogs spit that out? Just swallow it. Just swallow it. You're allowed to swallow it. That's fine. She said. Oh. Oh. How was that? Oh God! No wonder dogs don't want this. Go, oh God! It's so. It tastes go. like I just brushed my teeth and had a steak dinner. <laughs> okay, go and blow Mocha's face for a okay. second. Oh come on! <laughs> okay, like blow. Okay, like okay, it's just on, a, light breeze, a light okay, breeze. Okay, hold on. A light on breeze. On the count of three, so I can t- do a deep inhale. Yes. Okay. okay ready? Yeah. One, okay. two, three. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> It actually, oh my it's, god, it stinks so bad. It smells like dog in here right now, which is wild because I've never associated beef and mint with a dog flavor, no, but it really does smell like dog in here right now. It smells worse than when we were just like sniffing the tube. Yeah. Here, yeah, Ross. <laughs> So hold on here. So okay. So wait. Sniffing the mouth is worse than sniffing the tube. Yeah. yeah? Okay. All right. Are you gonna breathe Same in my thing. face? Same thing. So deep, deep inhale, okay. Ross. Okay. Ready? Yeah. One, two, three. Oh! <laughs> oh! That's so gross, right? You know what's funny is that there's a cloud of it around me right now. Hold on. I gotta get my flashlight to see if there's any like. I swear to God. I swear to God it's hanging in the air right now. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Did you see, because I only just discovered this the other day. Did you see that video of Britney Spears breaking her foot while she was dancing? No. No? Uh-uh. Okay, come over here for a second. Recent? Yeah, leave, oh. your, leave your headphones over there and come and grab these headphones beside me. Grab those ones and walk over here and let me play this for you. And turn them up nice and loud. Okay, so this is Britney. She was uh, in her dance studio, and she had her phone set up, and she was just like watching. She was just watching herself, uh, filming herself uh, dancing, like just rehearsing. Okay, Okay? so here we go. Watch this. 
execution is just so crazy. She's good, right? Yeah, she's still got it. Now you know there's a foot break coming up here. Okay. Okay. Real? Yeah. No, it's not. Is it real? Yeah. Really? Listen again. Listen again. Ready? Yeah. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh! Here, listen. Listen one more time. One more time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's so gross. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Quebec chef, actually celebrity Quebec chef, mm -hmm. Daniel Vazina has those gourmet meals on your Air Transat flights that you need to try. Seriously, you need, need, need to try. This is the best way to start your vacation, okay? I've been on these flights and I've tasted the menu and it is not even just for airplane food because I know you judge airplane food differently than you do any other food that they serve in any other restaurant or place in the world. Not even for just airplane food. This menu and the food that you can get on Air Transat flights is amazing. Like it's really, really yeah, good. like gnocchi with bolognese yes. sauce. Or what about a pulled beef shepherd's pie had or it, a had spinach it, had and it. artichoke lasagna with ricotta. I had that too. And so much more. On top of that, you get salad, dessert, and a glass of wine. Yeah, and if you're like me, my kid doesn't, uh, they load up before we get on the plane, of right? Course. She doesn't like to eat. She really wants, wants to watch her iPad and everything else. But the great thing is you still order the dinner. I still say, I'm like, Rock, look at that menu. And she's like, I'm not hungry. I'm like, order something. <laughs> and, then, and then she orders something. And then what I wind up doing is I get my full meal. Yeah. I get her full meal, Ooh. right? Yeah. So I get two full meals. And then I start looking at Catherine's bread. And I'm like, you need that? You know what I mean? Like, there's a way to do it when you You're fly like, with a family. You don't need the carbs. <laughs> I know how you are watching carbs. You don't want that. Yes. Uh, plus, they got breakfast. Breakfast is served with a plain croissant, yogurt, orange juice, and coffee. Uh, you can also choose from a grilled ham and cheese croissant or buttermilk pancakes with blueberry puree, maple butter, and bacon. Chef's menu by Daniel Vazina is included when you fly in club class on Air Transat, plus a limited number of meals, this is so good, mm -hmm. are available for purchase on flights to Europe and South, the South, in economy class, and you got to order that 72 hours before your flight. All the details, and you can reserve your meal right now at airtransat.com. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I get a lot of spam on my phone, and I get a lot of those duck cleaning calls. Oh, yeah. I get a lot of that. I'm on everybody's list. Mm -hmm. Everybody's list. And I always try and reason with them and talk to them and be nice. And then they're just super rude. Yeah. Remember that one guy that started talking about my mother? Oh, yeah. Who that was wanted, terrible. Who wanted to clean my ducks? Yeah. Right? He was like super rude. Yeah. I can't even repeat. I don't even want to say the words that he said about my mother. Just think of like some of the most vile things. Yeah. 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 Well, no, what I said was, I can't hear you. And he said that your mother can't hear me because... Okay. <laughs> I tell him we weren't going to say it. All right. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Rude, right? Like, come on, bro. That's my mom. And, and so rarely do they ever pique my interest. Okay. But let me read you to this text that I got like an hour ago. Get paid $300 to $500 transporting cash around the GTA. Mm. You choose your own schedule, yeah. must own a vehicle, earn 10% of the value that you are delivering cash to our wow. clients. Uh, text me back with your name and time to call and I'll get back to you to discuss. Our names are Vito and Amanda. This is not illegal. 
<laughs> Doesn't sound legal this at all. Is, this is not illegal, and you can choose to get paid in cash or direct deposit. Wow. That sounds like an opportunity of a lifetime. Thank you. Call this number right now for me. It's area code uh, 437 243 718 Vito and Amanda. I like how they make it sound like they're a couple. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it legitimizes. Like our upstart, our family business. Transport cash. Your call has been forwarded to a voicemail oh. service. That has not been initialized. Oh, the come on. Well, how do you expect to get employees? Right. Thank you, right? I'm applying for your job Gee. here. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? All of a sudden, you're from Brooklyn. <laughs> like, don't make it so difficult for me to get a job transporting cash around the city I for know. 10%. Also, <laughs> a reminder, this is not illegal. <laughs> <laughs> well, good luck. I hope you get the job. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Yo, it's Roz and Mocha. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? You got a second? Yeah, I got a second. Okay, so Roz, that text that you got from Vito and Amanda texted us at nine two five triple five and said that he was also scammed by that same number. Yeah. Well, like this is what happened. So this guy, he, I text my name. Mm-hmm. He texts me back. He's like, okay, like what do you do and all this stuff and. And then asked me for my, my license and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, like it kind of sounds legit. So the guy, he ends up asking me to go to the bank and he's depositing money into my account. And then, and then I take that money to a student from, from school. That's uh, uh, like someone from out of the country that goes to school. Okay. And, and then you give them the money. And then he pays me out of each student that I go and get, give money to. So what ended up happening was he made me put it into a Bitcoin and said that this is how the students are going to get the money. And then he kept on doing it and then actually ended up threatening my life, saying that if I don't keep on doing it, that he's going to send someone to my house. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. Okay, okay so, exp- so hold on here. How did, so he was depositing money into your bank account? Yeah. How? Yeah. how? Like you gave him like the transfer Wait. number and everything else? Like I, I gave him my like uh, just like my account number, and then and then he deposited fake checks into my account. Fake checks. Oh, and then yeah. you were taking what you assumed was that money. Meanwhile, it was really right. your money or the bank's money, and depositing yeah. it into like Bitcoin accounts for these students or quote unquote yeah, exactly. students, right? Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. So so there was so he was depositing fake checks into your account, right? Yeah. So what happened? So what did your bank say? Well, my bank, like my my bank, uh, I went into um, overdraft, and then my bank was like, "Okay, like what happened?" And I told them like it was fraud and stuff. So then I had to make up that money to get my account uh, like into a good position, and and or like so that I wouldn't get um, arrested or anything, and. Uh, and fraud myself. Like it, the bank was thinking that I was in with it with this guy. Oh, no, I was but, money from the bank. But you, but you so, were, but you were in it with this guy. Yeah, I was part of the scheme, but like I didn't know what was going on. I thought I was going to get paid. Like I was going to be going to school for like I'm in I'm in the trades, and I was going to school. So I was like, okay, maybe make a little bit of money on the side so I can save for going to school. And then this happened, and and I just lost all my money, and I had to I had to pay back the bank. Like this was like probably like. 
two three months ago. How much did you? How much did you lose? Like three grand. Oh wow! So this was three months ago, and how long did it take? Like how long did this process last? Was it a couple of days? A couple of months? It was literally one day. It was literally one day. You got scammed out of three grand in one day. One day with all these fake checks. With all these fake checks. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, so you were basically just taking out your own money because you had to cover the fact that there was no money on that actual check, right? Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. So oh, I know it's the stupidest choice I ever made in my life, but And then who did you deliver this money to? It was all like I take it out of my bank and then put it into Bitcoin. And then give it to who like were you physically giving money to somebody or were you like transferring no. it digitally? No. It was me taking money out of my bank, going to this random uh, convenience store where they have these Bitcoin machines and then putting the money into Bitcoin. And then whose Bitcoin wallet did it go into? I don't know. It was just a random number that he gave me. <laughs> and then <laughs> I scanned it. And- Bruh. It was no. probably the, the scammer. It was probably going into his yeah. Bitcoin yeah. account. Yeah. I, I eventually, once I called uh. the cops and, and told them what the situation was, they, they were like, yeah, like you messed up, right? But Bruh. Yeah, yeah, I know. And you'll never get that money back. No, never. But the cops didn't even do anything. They no, didn't even they know, tell me. Man. What are they going to yeah. do, though? What are like, they going to they... do? They don't care. Well, I gave them the phone number and stuff. I know, but still. like, Bro, they are deal- they're dealing with people who are, who are into scamming in the millions. You know what I mean? Yeah. Somebody yeah. who loses three grand, they all, they're never going to open up that case file. Yeah. It's like chasing yeah. a ghost. Yeah. Ne- it's, yeah ne- it's, exactly. never, it's never going to happen. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Damn. Wow, that um, sucks, dude. Thanks for sharing That's your story. crazy. Um, yeah, no problem. But I've been listening to you guys for the longest time, and you guys are amazing. I love you both. Wow, oh, thanks, thanks man. dude. Between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Uh, you know what? I'd have to say Roz because we both share a deep voice, and like you know, like we're both good. Like Mocha, you're great. I love your laugh and stuff. But yeah, just because Roz, like you know, it's how to talk. You know, he got some swag, so <laughs> I go with Roz. I hear you, bro. <laughs> yeah. Hi, <laughs> <All right>, brother. <laughs> All right. from, from one deep voice guy to another. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Have, have, a great, have a great day. Yeah, you too. Later, man. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, does your name have anything to do with your online shopping habits? Does your name have mm. anything to do with your online shopping habits? And when I say this, I mean like, can you determine whether certain people named certain things are more likely to shop more, are more likely to look for deals, are more likely to whatever? Huh. Okay. Because they figured this out. They, they crunched the numbers. Uh, a website called OnBuy. I don't know what that is. Sounds legit. I don't know. <laughs> Go to that on your computer, Maury. I'm not going to go to it. I'm not going to go to it on my computer. Just in case. Yeah. Just in case. I don't know what they sell. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, So they they did... uh, They did some research and they started crunching some data. And the website analyzed three years of data to find out which names came up most often on big shoppers, like people who spend a lot of time and a lot of money on their website. Is Brad one of the names? Uh, no, uh-huh. but uh, for the women, yeah. Karen and Courtney. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. For some reason, I was going to say Karen as well. Right. Yeah. And uh, and the lonely men. Uh-huh. Uh, on oh, Brian. The, Is Brian on there? No, Josh and Chris, which, <laughs> which listen, I, I think that by, I would have given you 20 names and you would have nailed both of them. Yeah. If you started at Brian, right? <laughs> if you started at Brian within 20 names, you would 
would have been Josh and Chris. <laughs> Probably the next thing right. I would have said. I, 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 guarantee, been, I guarantee it would have been Chris. Okay, now uh, when it comes to uh, people who are more likely to be frugal or look for a deal or maybe go back and then come back, click on the same thing multiple times, debating whether you should buy Ooh, it or not. Okay. Okay, so for the women, the more frugal would be um, Emma and Katie. Okay. Okay. And you want to take a shot at the men? Is Brad one of them? <laughs> oh, you already said Brad, but no, Brad. But again, so we had Josh and Chris yeah. as being the people who like to throw their money around on How about website. Chad? Chad, is Chad there? No, you're very close though. Uh, Jack and Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So there's been an addition to the condo that belongs to David Mori and David Matthew. The little doggy, Andy, a.k.a. Damn it, Andy. Yeah. Andy and Monroe. It was our first weekend with the dog, too. So you picked up the dog on Friday morning. Yeah. And how did that go? When we got to um, the house where Sarah's raising Andy, yeah. he was super calm. He was with, like, one of his other little brothers. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this is going to be a cakewalk. Yeah. Yeah. The car ride home, no problem. Nice, beautiful. No problem. I'm like, right. this is going to be a cakewalk. Yeah. Then as soon as we get in the house. Yeah. Pee everywhere. Right. Of course. <laughs> yeah. 30 seconds in and you've already stepped on him. I'm gonna, excuse me, I'm doing a lot better than you are while you're busy on your phone. Bring him to the pee pad so he can at least see where it is. I think he needs to like, I think you're like freaking out. I think, no, I think he needs to le- learn and smell. Well, no, but if you put him on the pee pad, you'll see there's to... the pee pad. But what, does he need to pee? Well, how can he see otherwise where it is? No, I think th- that's not what's happening in his brain right now. Right now he's like, where the f*** am I? <laughs> you should be... Setting up his crate, because that's what keeps him safe, remember? And right now, I know, he but I can't trust you without it. Like, you're all over the place. What? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Can you put some water in I'm there? not giving him tap water. <laughs> you have to go and get Evian or something. What about from the Brita? I don't want him drinking right away. Like, I don't... <laughs> well, he was panting in the car. I, I don't want that shitty water. Well, let me set up his crate. Yes, that's what he's looking for. So clearly, yeah. already the dog is just bringing them closer together. I'm going to say, I'll say this. I know, Maury, it was you that for 12 years was the one that really was pushing for this dog. But Catherine and I over the weekend were looking at all the social posts and the videos and everything else. And we both thought the exact same thing, which is, that's not Maury's dog. That's Matthew's dog. <laughs> oh, but That is 100% Matthew's dog. The other Matthew's side of dog. it, there's a big, huge problem. Andy, you. no, oh. Andy loves Matthew. Right. Andy that's, accepts Maury. No, that's what we mean. We're looking at the the way that the dog is with Matthew, and we're like, the crushing thing about all this is that you push for the dog for 12 years. That is Matthew's dog. That oh. is not your dog. No, totally. Um, <laughs> so then bedtime approaches, <laughs> and it's 10 o'clock at night. The crate is in the den at okay. the condo. okay. And Andy does not want to go to sleep. Oh, no. Of course. Yeah. Because it's his first night He's in a, a strange place. Yes. Oh, I can't. I oh, can't my heart. That. You have to. I, I don't like... You want, but it's light in there because of the light. Okay, Google Play nursery rhymes. Lullabies. Can we have to leave him? He'll be fine. No, shh, Andy. No. No, no, don't do that. This is a safe place. Good night. Oh, um, I, I know that breaks my heart, bro. My heart. That's why he needs to get used to this. Oh, man. I'm 
want to go rescue that dog now. Uh, you know what the, the great thing about all this is, Maury, how many times would you say over the years in that condo, you have called down to security or the concierge desk to complain about somebody's dog barking or crying? Every day. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> so now everything is settled in the condo. Okay, okay. Andy starts making noise. It's right. the middle of the night. The dammits wake up. Yeah. Because they got to take Andy out to pee. Matthew. Matthew. Huh? Shh. Huh? He's like wide awake. I think he has to pee. How do you know he's wide awake? Because I can hear him. Because I can hear him walking back and forth. At four in the morning? Yes. Four in the morning. Andy. Oh. He just went there. (laughs) He's peeing here. Is he? Yes. He just. Oh. Okay, he also went there. Oh, in there. Oh, my God. Get, get him off that. Oh. Put him here on the mat. I can't believe he did that. Andy, you pee here. Oh, ew, I just touched it. Sorry, it's puppy pee. It's fun. Wow, already. So Andy peed everywhere. So I asked Maury, right? I was like, dude, what? when was the last time you took Andy out to pee before you guys woke up at 4 o'clock in the morning? Yeah. Maury's reply to me was we didn't. It was night one. He went to pee on the pads. And then I was like, but how many times overnight were you guys up with Andy and how many times did you take him outside? Yeah. And Maury said we were up twice and he was outside twice over the weekend for a 10-minute moment of fresh air. Yeah. <laughs> so over the weekend, you took this poor little puppy outside only two go. times. He doesn't, as soon as you bring him outside, he little. crawls up your leg. Yeah, he's too little still. Yeah. He's not, he's not going to, he's like, he's not park ready yet. Uh, he's not park ready. What time did you guys, what time do you normally wake up on a, on a Sunday, Maureen? Noon. Noon. What time did you wake up on Sunday this weekend? Six. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello? Rob. Hey. It's Ron Zamoka. How's it going? Are you in the bathroom? Yes, I am, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can always tell when somebody's in the bathroom. There's no getting around that sound. <laughs> What's going on, guys? <laughs> I hope we're not interrupting anything. Um, kind of, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> All right, um... Well, then I guess we'll just make this quick. This is so awkward now. <laughs> now that I know that you're in the bathroom, this is so awkward. So Rob is a huge fan of our show, Roz. Yeah. And uh, the way I found out about Rob is because he was hanging out with my brother-in-law at the Raptor game on Friday night. And my brother-in-law sent me a message being like, yo, I'm with this super huge Razamoka fan. So I was okay. like, yo, give me his number. We'll give him a call. Yes. However, I did not know that you would be in the bathroom probably sitting on the toilet when we <laughs> called. So it's awkward for everybody. Yeah, it is the other. <laughs> like, are, are we are we are we catching you sort of like at the at the beginning at the, of the job or at the end of the job? At the end of the job. At the end of the job. Uh, huh? And what you've probably been sitting there for a little bit, just like scrolling on your phone, right? Exactly. Actually, yeah. 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 It's okay, man. We've all been there. We've all been there. Anyway, um, yeah. so cool. Um, first of all, thanks for listening to the Ross and Mocha show. Like, I don't know no how to problem. continue this conversation. Like, I just feel no weird, but and you, I feel bad. I, for I you. almost, I almost feel that I should go and sit on the toilet now. 
know what I mean? Just to make things not awkward. Um, I know you're a big fan. Between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Obviously, it's Mocha. Obviously, it's Mocha. Wow, dude, that hurt. Obviously. Sorry, man. <laughs> All right. Anyway, this is weird. We gotta go. You gotta go. Uh, thanks for listening to the show. You're, you're Mocha. You. You're number one with the guys going number two. <laughs> Good one. Know what I'm saying? This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Yo, Angela. Hi. It's Raza Mocha. We've been waiting to talk to you for so long. <laughs> All right, Angela. I'm so excited. You, you wrote us this. Uh, hey, Raza Mocha, fix my life. I tend to ruin every relationship I ever get in because I'm a social media stalker. I'll start talking to a guy and find myself monitoring who he's following, what pics he likes, etc. This only ends up hurting me, and I try my best not to bring it up at times which builds resentment for the past few months. I've been talking to this guy and he says that he's not ready for a relationship but is very much exclusive to me and willing to see where it goes. My stalker ass constantly catches him liking girls' pics. I like him and where we're at right now, but I don't want to sabotage this. What should I do? So, what do you think you should do? What do you think you should do? I think I should stop being such a big creep. Yeah. But it's so hard. Okay, here's the thing, though. (laughs) So, when you say, so you go on his IG, let's say, right? And mm. what, you immediately check to see who he's following and then you go through and then see what pictures of theirs he starts liking? Yeah, and I'll see if like, he follows anyone new. Uh-huh. Like if you go to followers, it's an order of who he follows. Sure. Yeah. So how much time like in a day are you spending going through this? Because I feel like you do this every single day. I do it every day, but I don't spend all day doing it. Like. Yeah. You know, it's a, like it's a hobby. It's a hobby. Right? It's a hobby. I don't think it's a hobby. I think it's a habit. I don't think it's, I don't think it's exactly. I wouldn't classify uh-huh. it as a hobby, but definitely a habit, a uh-huh. really bad habit. But yeah. why do you do it though? I don't know because I can. Like, are you worried that he's going to find somebody else and like stop talking to you? Yeah. Sometimes I think so because we don't have that official title. Uh-huh. Um, but you said that this is behavior nervous. that's happened before. You've done this with guys in the past. Oh, yeah. Oh, if yes. I told you guys the stuff I found, honestly, the uh-huh. FBI could hire me. So here, I, I will say a couple of things. One, nobody wants to be in a relationship where they're not trusted. And you sort of living this kind of life or when you're not together, you're keeping tabs on him and stalking him and seeing who he's friends with and who he likes and why is he doing this automatically you're putting him in a position where you don't trust him only he doesn't know that Mm-hmm. Okay, so unless you're going to come clean about something, this will never work because you will drive yourself crazy. Mm-hmm. You're right. Okay, absolutely like, right. Like if you can't, if you see something and you can't say something, you're only going to find more things, and then that's just going to build up and it's going to build resentment, and you will probably dump a guy for liking a picture of a person who you don't even know just because you think that there's the slight chance that he's... I, I don't even you know. You create I, these, I these stories know. in your head. So I'll tell you guys how this, this, particularly with him, how it started was that before we made anything exclusive, he was showing me something on his phone and I saw a dating app. Okay. And so I didn't say anything right. um, because he was leaving for vacation. And then I couldn't hold it in anymore. So while he was on vacation, I know, totally not cool. I kind of like ended things with him. And I was like, you know, I'm just looking for someone who's going to be exclusive with me. And then close to the end of his vacation, he um, kind of fought for it. And he was like, listen, I'll delete it. 
I'll, I'll be good, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess that's kind of where me not trusting him started. But again, he didn't Because you saw a dating app on point. his phone when you guys weren't even dating? Well, we were seeing each other for like a month and a half at that point, like like three, four times a week. I'm like, why do you need to talk to anyone else? Right. Uh, did you, do you have the dating app on your phone? No. Did you? Oh, that's how I met him. Oh, so okay. So hold on here. You met a guy on a dating app and then you found that dating app on his phone and you got pissed about it? I mean, when you make it sound like that. No, no, not make it sound like that <laughs> because that's exactly how it happened. Okay, that's what happened. Okay, your yeah. stalker ass needs to chill, Angela. What is it that you saw on his IG that made you not trust him? Just like random girls commenting on his pictures. So hold on here. Oh it's not even God. it's not even him commenting on girls' pictures. It's girls commenting on his pictures. Yes, okay. I mean I've caught him commenting on a picture once. What do you mean caught him commenting on a picture? <laughs> it's public. It's public. Listen, if you're using the fire emojis on a girl's picture, that's not cool. Uh, no, oh I agree. My. Okay, <laughs> so what? Yeah, I agree. Listen, I agree. It's not. I agree. It's not cool oh. using fire emoji. Oh. But like, is it a picture? What was the picture of? It was of her uh, doing like what? Standing. Uh, I fear this for you. You're going to keep this up, and what's going to happen is you are going to start creating problems that aren't actually there. Mm-hmm. Facts. It's already happening, guys. Yeah. Right? See, you're going, you recognize your, your issue here. You're going to be, like, you are going to be resentful to somebody who doesn't know what they did wrong, and you're going to be creating a situation that you then have to fight your way out of, and you somehow want an apology for, but you're not willing to say anything to him. Yeah. You can't live like that. No, I can't. So what are you going to do? I'm really, really trying because I've, I've talked to my friends about this too and they're like, you know, you can't be doing this. You have to stop. Like you really, really, you're jeopardizing your own, like you're, I'm just upsetting myself. That's what I'm doing. I'm, yes. I'm not. You're making yourself I'm, I'm mad. You're making yourself yeah, mad and you're ruining something that's potentially good. Now, there's no problem with sitting down with somebody who you're trying to be exclusive with and saying, hey, just so you know, okay, this is a new world for us and we want to go through this together. Here's a couple things that sort of, you know, break my heart a little bit when I'm having a great day and I know we're going to see each other that night and we're going to have some dinner and we're going to poke around a little. And then I check my phone and I look at your feed and, you know, somebody, some girl commented on a picture and I was like, oh, that kind of sucks. And then because I'm a girl and I'm your girlfriend, I clicked on her picture and you put a fire emoji under a picture of her who went out last night. That's, that stuff just does, it's not cool with me. You know what I mean? I'm not saying don't do it, but just be aware of how that makes me feel. You can have that conversation. Yeah, no, that sounds pretty good. But don't do anything behind his back. No. Like what you're doing now. <laughs> no. God, girl. All right, Angela, yeah. you have the answer. Stop being so crazy. Oh, my God, I will. Thank you guys so much. I'm such a huge fan of the show. Thank you so, so much. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Yo, this coronavirus got the NBA asking players not to give high fives or yeah, take pens and markers to sign autographs for the next little while. I was here for uh, fist bumps now with fans. Yesterday, that there, there's even talks to go as far as doing sporting events like March Madness with no audience. That would be so weird. Yeah. Like, depending on how bad it gets. That right? would be like so Like, depending on how weird. bad it gets. By the way, I heard what the new handshake is. Not trying to be funny. No, Honestly, okay. people are suggesting yeah. that the new handshake during all of this is foot taps. I kid you not. Really? I kid you not. Like, you're just supposed to tap feet with each other. Like what Kid and Play used to do in their video? Oh, I love that. <laughs> I love that dance. Oh, man. If you don't, Look that up. If you don't know what we're talking about, look that up.
So on tap YouTube. foot, like tap to, like the sides of your foot? No, like I'll show you. I watched. So like basically, if I, I came up to you, I saw that video. That's a joke, though. They're not really suggesting that. It's a great suggestion. So like, if I came up to you, hey Roz, how's it going? And I just tap your feet. I would kick you in the shin. Well, that's a great way of saying hello. That's a you very strong mean? hello. If somebody did that to me, they walked up and they kicked your foot. Yeah, you, <laughs> screw you. You almost yeah, you take that like offensively. Yeah, no, but what not a, if you what know about, that that's um, the new hello? What about uh, what about like a hip bump? No, see that's like, contagious. Hey, maybe I you know, know what I mean? Because at least your feet are in your shoe. Yeah, but my hips yeah, are in my right. jeans. <laughs> <laughs> we don't mean like, like taking off your pants and then <laughs> hipping somebody. Well, no, I guess it depends on where you Wet are. Makes that yeah. slapping sound. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I know oh, no. it's it's no joke. So though. many lawsuits. I know. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's no uh, joke though, and just the extremes, and, and and it really hit home when they were talking about possibly canceling the Olympics yeah. if they don't get this under control by the end of May. And airlines are there's a five airlines I read. That that are allowing you if you're worried about the coronavirus and you want to switch flights, just they're allowing you to do so. They're really, so, yeah. United is one of them. Yeah. Oh, Jeez. there's a I heard a story. There's a guy on the West Coast who was trying to switch his flight and he wasn't allowed to switch his flight for whatever reason. And then he thought it would be a good idea to tell them, the airline, that he has coronavirus and he needs to switch a flight. Which at that point everyone went into panic mode and they were like, what the hell? And then oh, he, he said he thought he had coronavirus? No, he said he oh. did have it. Oh, he said he did have yeah. it. So you need to switch my flight. I need to get oh. on this next flight. Jeez. And then... So and this, on, no. What? No, I would just say you can't go on any flight. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And then he was like, no, I don't have it. But yeah. then just uh, like take precaution. They then had to disinfect the entire area oh that he was in. Oh, my God. See, that's the... Then you realize how much of... How serious it is. Because normally with stuff like this, anything in this world that is popular, you have memes and you have people doing videos for goofs. There have been a couple videos where people pretended to have like coronavirus. They don't go over well. No, not at all. This one, like... They don't go over well. The entire world is at panic yeah, right like now, nobody's, right? nobody's scoring clout points because of coronavirus. No, not like, at all. And, and, and when you do... You're really looked down upon. Yes. Completely. Yes. Which you should be. Yeah. So if you go to the doctor and you think that if you have a fever, if you're not feeling well, right. and you just go in and just say, hey, I'm not feeling, I have a fever and stuff, how, what are the precautions in there? Because you're not saying you have it, you're not thinking you have it, you're not saying I might have anything. You're in a waiting room full of other people and you're just saying I have the flu or something, but you that's, don't know what you have. That's, how that's, a, that's the problem. Yeah. That right there it's, is the problem. It's masked. As a flu, you is have that, to get tested. Yeah. And then you're told that you have it. It's not like you start feeling sick, you start feeling the symptoms, and you're like, oh, I have coronavirus. Yeah. Like there's no sort of one sy symptom that, that a normal person would look at themselves and go, oh, that's corona. So now as everybody to, that gets the, the fever or flu immediately thinks that's what they might have. Well, yeah, yeah. It's no joke. Although I've heard you should not touch your face. That's yeah. one of the ways to prevent just and don't wash your touch hands your all face. the time and yeah. use. Alan's uh, doing videos showing people how to wash their hands. Hand sanitizer. Like that's how crazy Ellen is she really yes. saying you should be washing your hands for a minimum of 15 seconds yeah yeah oh, wow that's yeah. like a long I'm time I'm telling you it's no uh, it's no joke now let's bump hips Maury oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> see this is what I would do I would do this okay right like if you came up to me like this face me right yeah. where I'd be like hey Maury normally where we would shake hands yeah but we're not I would, I would do this put your hands up in the air make little fists yeah right turn to me yeah and oh jeez bump hips <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha show podcast Hello. Hi, is this Jesse? Yes, it is. What's up? It's Raza Mocha. 
Yo, what up? <laughs> How are you? I'm good. All right, you still heartbroken a bit? A little, you know? Here oh, is what, what Jesse sent to what us, Ross. I asked my husband to get me three things for Christmas. Oh, no. Number one, headphones. Number two, a dash cam. Number three, a cameo from Dammit Maury. But guess what I didn't get? So when I asked him why, he was like, OMG, I didn't realize you were serious. Obviously, she wanted the cameo <laughs> from Dammit Maury. <laughs> And so I said, maybe for Valentine's Day. And Valentine's Day came, and still, he didn't get me one. I think you should call him and ask him why he hates you so much. As in, why he hates Dan and Maury so much. How do I get him to get me a Dan and Maury cameo without Maury calling him and yelling at him, or you guys calling him and yelling at him? Wow. I also want you to do it in, quote, the voice you use uh, if you were yelling at that Airbnb down the hall from you. So, first of all, Jesse, <laughs> really, really listen to the Razamoga show. Thank you. I, you know what? I do. I totally listen to the podcast. Because, like, there's yeah. so many references in that one little paragraph. Okay, so oh, wh- yeah, why know. why do you want a cameo from Maury? You know what? I felt bad for the dude. Oh. He, like, <laughs> you know, with the pumpkin. Yeah. So, cameo for anybody listening right now is a website slash service that kind of like mid range uh, celebrities sign up to, and then fans. Um, go on there and then they pay them to do video shout outs, right? It's called Cameo. And Maury signed up for Cameo to make a little extra money because he spent too much money on art that he had to then recoup because he spent all his vacation money with his husband Matthew on it. And so he was doing these cameos for fans and uh, making a, a decent amount of money on it. And then he went and spent all his Cameo money to get a Cameo from somebody else on Cameo, which just defeats the whole so purpose weird. of Cameo. Uh, but so you wanted one of these shout outs from Maury. Your husband failed twice at getting you a shout out once at Christmas, once at Valentine's Day. Yeah. Okay. Fail. Uh, what's your husband's name? Kyle. Kyle. All right. We're going to call Kyle because I have his number. Okay. Don't say anything. Okay. Hello, Kyle speaking. Kyle, it's Razamoka. Hey. How you doing, man? Good. How are you? Good. Good. Real quick, why do you hate Dammit Mori so much? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not a, I don't hate Dammit Maury. So you just hate him, but it's sort of irrational and you can't really articulate why you hate him. Uh, basically. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Maury's cool. <laughs> yeah. Yo, how come for Christmas and Valentine's Day you didn't get Jesse the cameo from Dammit Maury like she asked? <laughs> Uh, I didn't think she was that serious about it. She asked you twice, bro. True. Yeah, true. I have been thinking about it recently, actually. Like, maybe I'll buy it. (laughs) Maybe. Okay, so here's the thing. So this is what I need to know. Uh, Is it that you don't think that your wife was serious or that you have a hard time paying Maury to do something? Yeah, basically that. I was like, you know, 10 bucks, I get her a Starbucks or something. Oh, (laughs) damn. (laughs) Get you a real fancy drink. Well, uh, Kyle, Jesse is on the phone. I'm sure you could hear her snicker in there in the background. So, (laughs) Jesse, if you would like to be serious or plead your case to Kyle, maybe he'll be able to surprise you over the next couple of days. Kyle, my love, <laughs> please, a $10 cameo for Maury. That's all I asked for. That's it. If you love me, you'll do it. <laughs> That's it. <All> right. <laughs> Kyle's like, y'all, I still need my Starbucks. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather get that vent latte. <laughs> I know. You know what's funny is that we could bring Maury in here right now and he could do it for free. No, Maury, okay, no. He Maury, said, Maury says no. <laughs> Maury says no. <laughs> All right, I hope it works out for you, Jesse. Thank you. All Are you right. guys going to ask us a question? Oh, I was God. just going to say, Jesse, between Raza Mocha, who's your favorite? Mocha. Kyle, between Raza Mocha, who's your favorite? Ooh, it's, it's a tough one because I've been listening to you guys for a while. Um, I would probably say, uh, oh, God. Let's say you can it's say real close. You, it's can, real close. you can say mo- I know what you're doing right now. You you it's clearly mocha and you don't want to shut me out by the, you don't want to seem rude. But if it's mocha, just say it's mocha. This sucks even more. Okay, fine, mocha. Yes. <laughs> God. <laughs> you're impossible. Yo, Kyle and Jesse, we love you guys. Thanks so much for listening to the Raz and Mocha show. Thank, Thank you, you guys. Thank you. Yeah. The Raz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Hello. Hey, it's Razamoka. Oh, hi. Hi, what's your name? Leslie. Here uh, is the text that Leslie sent. I just want to make sure you're okay, Leslie, because it starts off with goodbye and thank you. Oh, wow. It says, I've been listening to you every morning on my hour commute each way. You've been there for me, made me laugh and cry. I got laid off yesterday after 24 dedicated years. Not sure what my next chapter will be. And then a sad face emoji. So I just want to make sure you're yeah. okay, girl. Yeah, I'm okay. I will be. I will be okay. It's just, uh, it's a big change. It's a big shock. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'll be fine. But, you know, you guys do a great job. And you probably think, you know, you just go to work every day. But you do really, truly make a difference in people's lives. And I've laughed with you and I've cried with you. And I hope to continue listening. I just don't know where I'm going to be or what I'm going to be doing. But uh, thank you for the laughs and uh, keep up the good work, guys. What was it that you were doing for 24 years? You don't have to say the name um, of the company, but like what kind of profession? Um, logistics, transportation, imports and exports. Oh, okay. And the companies um, had a hard time because of the coronavirus. And with the rail blockades, we've lost a lot of business and uh, there was some layoffs. Now, is there is there is this is this it for you or is there a chance that you get called back once everything sort of uh, evens out again? No, it's um, it, it was final. It's final. Yeah, it's final. Oh, yeah, uh, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, and listen, it's everybody, and I don't. You, you, nobody, when they're in a terrible position, wants to hear the everybody goes through this, right? But the there's moments where you need to think about that just so you you know you're not alone. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do, and I I wasn't the only one that was let go, which kind of is sounds strange but it doesn't make me feel as bad yeah but um you know it was um it was good hard run i've got some really good customers out there and it's just you've been doing the same thing for so long like i'm you know it's kind of strange not doing it every day it is yeah Yeah. and you tie so much of your uh, oftentimes so much of your own sort of personal worth and identity into what it is you do for a living and it's not like losing a job it's like losing a part of your life oh exactly 24 years and yeah yeah, a lot of work a lot of hours and uh but you know life goes on and i will be okay and um I'm a good person. I'm a good worker, so hopefully something will come up for me. Aw, uh, Leslie, uh, thank you so much for your text. We're sorry that you're going through this, but between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? <laughs> oh, you guys are brutal, man. <laughs> Mocha. Oh, hey, come on. Here you go. Yeah. And Stu. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> right, Leslie, love you lots. Take care, girl. Yeah, I love you more. Take care, guys. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast.
My heart's racing right now. Can I do my thing? Because I'm yeah. so nervous. Okay, it's going to get loud just so you guys know, okay? So Mocha's going to get loud in a second. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> it's a Roz and Mocha show. Please welcome our special guests. He is a four-time <laughs> world heavyweight champion, two-time WWE champion, three-time world tag team champion, WWE tag team champion, with the one and only Rey Mysterio, two-time Royal Rumble winner, and will be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame next month, Mr. Dave Batista. I'm not done yet. She's made appearances on Glee, Transparent, Puppy Star Christmas, Big Little Eyes, Timmy Failure, which is now on Disney Plus, currently filming Avatar 2. She is 11 years old. Please welcome Chloe Colvin. There you go, my spy in theaters on March 13th. Welcome. Thank you for that. Thank you. All right. that was, you got a lot of energy this morning for 5 a.m. If you can't tell, I've been a WWE fan since. I was probably I've ever younger than Chloe. Listen, hey, feel free to tell uh, Vince McMahon if you need an intro for the Hall of Fame. I'm down, bro. Right. <laughs> this movie is so fun. Uh, it, so you're, uh, Dave, CIA, yeah. you, Chloe, the kid next yeah. door, you're surveilling the family, right. and then all of a sudden you know from frame one that you guys are going to have to team up and be the greatest duo ever, right? right? Yep. <laughs> well, I'm a horrible CIA agent. No, <laughs> <laughs> As you can imagine, I wouldn't blend in very well. Just not, you know, not great with people. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm actually sent to surveil. Surveil her family as kind of a punishment. Right. And I'm not even good at that because she discovers me. <laughs> right. And, and like real quick in the movie yeah. too. Yeah, like within the quick. first 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> we got to move this story along. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chloe, what is, what is it like when you meet Dave for the first time? Because he's huge mm -hmm. and he's sort of terrifying. You know what I mean? Like, mm. <laughs> I don't mean, I don't mean. Thank you. No, like you, you, like, you have a beauty, you have a beautiful smile. But if you only know you from the things yeah. you've done, yeah. you can, yeah. you're, you're pretty terrifying. Well, that's yeah. the thing because you know a lot of people know Dave as Wrestler Dave, but you yeah. get to see a new character in this movie. Yeah. You know, it's the Dave that I know. Right. So, um, you know, that's good. And when I did meet him. I didn't know what to expect. Like, I, I didn't know if I was going to feel scared or if it was going to be <laughs> Totally, totally, and then yes. it was just a mix. Like, I was nervous. Like, he he even asked me, are you nervous? And I, and I was just honest. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. nervous. What, what do you do in those first meetings to, to make sure that you guys can sort of build that relationship and sort of bond immediately and get past those things? I'm just usually very open and honest of, of my weak points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I throw it all out there, get it all out of the way, so they're just expectations are very low. Yes. And it's, you know, can only... <laughs> her, and I did. I, I told her. Yeah. That, I told her that I was probably going to forget my lines in our chemistry test. And, right. And she was not happy about it, but she accepted it. <laughs> she accepted me for who I am. And she made a, a room full of adults cry. And I was like, she's oh. going to be Sophie. Oh. And in this movie, Dave, you get to explore a little bit more of your your comedic side of things. Do you like yeah. kind of venturing off into the world of comedy? No. No, not at all. <laughs> no, I don't find that's not my comfort zone. Really? really? No. I, I just don't. I don't find myself funny. I'm not. You know, I uh, never thought I would be good at comedic acting. I just kind of fell into it. I think through, through Drax. Yeah. yeah. You know, but I did want to. I did want my career to be very well rounded. So I wanted to kind of get into every genre. But I, yeah, no, I just it's not my strength. You know? There's one scene in the movie where the two of you are in an elevator. Mm -hmm. And you have ice cream. And just knowing from filming movies and continuously having to 
refilm a scene, yeah. right? Sometimes a scene could take like all day. Yeah. What I want to know is how much ice cream did you guys actually have to oh. eat that day? I ate um, a lot. <laughs> I ate a lot. <laughs> I, I think I uh, lost count because it would yeah. be in between takes and they specifically asked, like people would come up to me and they was like, Chloe, don't eat the ice cream. Mm. And while licking the ice Couldn't cream, I would it. say, okay. Hold on. How are you going to tell an 11 year old don't eat ice cream when she's holding ice cream? 50 year old. It just doesn't work. You know, the, my, my, I laughed yeah. throughout that that entire scene I, nonstop, but it was because of Devere Rogers. Yes. <laughs> yes. He's yes. so funny, and every time he yelled at him, they're holding pinkies. Yeah. I just couldn't keep it straight. Oh, that's face. right. Because the, the scene, just so people know, is that you nobody knows that you two are no, friends. No. And no. the you elevator, the elevator, elevator doors open. Pinkies. And it's you two in an elevator with ice cream <laughs> holding <laughs> pinkies because you would just pinky swore a deal. And that's what the mom sees when the elevator door opens, which is a horror show. Yeah. Right? Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, this, this is in a long line of these movies where you take a guy like you or a guy like Schwarzenegger or whatever, where <laughs> there's something very endearing about some. Somebody who looks like you or him that has yeah. absolutely no basic skills to deal with a child. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, that, you know, funny thing is, when I first met with STX about this, they said, we want to do something along the lines of kindergarten cop. Yeah. It's like, I get it. I totally get it. Yeah. And so, yeah, we started throwing around the ideas and, uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. It just, I connected. It worked. With it and, yeah, it worked. I know you said you didn't like to do comedies, but we've said many times on this show, and I've felt since day one, that I truly believe that your comedic timing in Guardians mm. of the Galaxy is something that people will years from now study because it's perfect. Yeah. And yeah. I know you say that this isn't really your thing, yeah. but your comedic timing, I've never seen comedic timing like that before. It's, thank you. It is it's, absolutely it's how, it's flawless. <laughs> it's flawless, It's how though. I got the job because, you know, James wanted, he wanted a big muscular and imposing guy who was you know funny yeah and it's mm -hmm. how I'm just a, I'm good at being a straight man <laughs> <laughs> and I think it is because I just I you know I deliver it like it's not comedy it's yeah. you know it's to me it's Serious drama. It's incredible. It's incredible. <laughs> uh, we encourage everyone to go see My Spy in theaters uh, March 13th. Dave Batista, Chloe Coleman. Thank yeah. you very much thank for taking time out of your day to join us on the Roz Moga Show. Anytime you guys are in Toronto, yeah. uh, feel free to come by. I'm going to be yeah. here for Please. most of the year. Will you come back? Yeah. Will you come back, Dave? Yeah, absolutely. What, yeah. Are, you what are you shooting right now? I'm doing a television series called See with uh, Jason Momoa. What's that like? You guys are just like, great. Yeah. I love that. I, do, I love that dude. You bigger we than just he is? Connect, You're bigger right? than he is. No, right? no, he's taller than I am. I think I'm. Really? Heavier and broader, but yeah. he's, uh, he's... Who's stronger? Than you? Have you guys talked about that yet? Well, I don't know. He has a different kind of strength. He, oh. he does, you know, like I, I train a lot of... I do a lot of cross cross training. I yeah, do a yeah. lot of functional stuff. I do a lot of MMA. Yeah. And I train with weights somewhat, but he does... Uh, he's a, a rock climber. And I've <gasps> yeah. seen him really? like climb walls like upside down. It's nuts. Oh. It's got to take like crazy strength to do that. Like when just to hold... And he's not no a small absolute. dude. He's yeah. enormous. Yeah. And he's um, holding himself just with his fingers and his toes like upside down. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> The wrestling nerd in me wants to ask if you're going to do anything at WrestleMania this year. Uh, I'm going to show up, wave, you know, I'm going to do the Queen's wave. That's it? Right. I'm out. You're not going to do like an in-ring on not, Sunday? No, you know, I'm not completely opposed to going back and doing something physical. I just don't yeah. want to. I really, I got the dream retirement. I got to go out the yeah. way I wanted to, with yeah. the guy I wanted to, and I just don't want to water it down and come back and, and be in the ring, be that guy who's... Retired, goes to the Hall of Fame, and then comes back and wrestles. I'm yeah. just not gonna. I'm not gonna do that to my career. Ah, oh, respect, brother. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
I did not watch any of the Bachelor women till all last night. However, I watched some of it. Like it's your typical, you know, the ladies all arguing with one another. I am very excited over the fact that uh, Claire Crawley is the new Bachelorette. Yeah, very yeah, I don't excited. Mind. And she did a couple of. Uh, she was on, I believe, I'm pretty sure, every season of Bachelor in Paradise. Two seasons. She's only in two. She was in two mm. seasons. And the third season you're thinking of is when she did Bachelor Winter Games. That's it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When she met uh, Benoit from Bachelor Canada. From Quebec, yeah. Right. And uh, so Claire will be 39 when this show starts taping. Wow. Which is the oldest Bachelorette they've ever had. Uh-huh. And I'm fine with that. Don't you remember she had that epic diss to Juan Pablo at the end of his season? I didn't watch any of the Juan Pablo oh, stuff. Oh, God. I that was like such a boring season. Hold what on. Did she say first, of all, first of all, Juan Pablo's season wasn't boring. It was exciting. It was dumb because he was horrible. Yeah. Okay, so this was, um, this was Claire. So I think that she... I think that she made it to like top two and then Juan Pablo told her to go home and this is what she said to Juan Pablo. So here, let me play you this. Oh, so on. there, so it's, you know how it works on The Bachelor, right? Yeah. It's like she thinks that maybe she's going to be proposed to. Of course. Right, she's like, she's like top two. Okay, so this is uh, Claire and uh, Juan Pablo. This is from a, uh, a Bachelor countdown of the, sort of like the, the most shocking moments on The Bachelor. Okay. I thought I knew what kind of man you were. Ooh. And I'm not done. Okay. Charlene. Mm-hmm. Didn't have the feelings for you. It wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Andy did the same thing. Ooh. You had every opportunity, like those other girls did, mm-hmm. to tell me exactly how you felt. Do you know how I feel? Do you know when I made my decision? Does it matter to me? Okay. I lost go. respect for you. Okay, we're ready. Because I'll tell you what. Mm-hmm. I thought I knew what kind of man you were. Okay. What you just made me go through. Mm-hmm. I would never want my children having a father like you. Okay. Oh! In your face, Juan Pablo! In your face, buddy! Oh no! I would never, never want right? my children to have a father like you. Bro. <laughs> oh my God, Claire. I, yo, I can't wait for that season. Yeah, though. no, totally. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Welcome mm. back home to the Roz and Mocha Show. Mina Masood is here. Thank you, man. Thank you. Good to be back. You were last here for Aladdin, right? And now you're here for Run This Town, the Rob Ford movie. Uh, But when you're doing movies like this, you don't get to sleep. Like, nobody cares about how much sleep you get (laughs) yeah, or what time they wake you up. Nobody cares about actors, man. You know what I mean? (laughs) Nobody cares about (laughs) actors. There's no consideration if you're you're not a morning person. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, God, we can't do that. No, doesn't wake up till noon. Unless you're a big A-lister, yeah, you're not making up your own schedule no, for sure. You, this Run This Town movie, did you shoot a lot of this at night? It looked like you shot a lot of it at night. Yeah, huh? we did. We did. But I got to come back to Toronto and shoot it. It's all shot here. So and uh, 21 days good. you guys shot it, right? Yeah, it was quick. It was quick. Nuts. I shot this right after Aladdin back in March of 2018. So, so when two you years were ago. shooting yeah. a movie in Toronto and a movie like this, how much of it is 
how much of it is like on the streets of Toronto versus like in a studio somewhere where you can hide away and not necessarily be secretive about the project, but there are people out there who did know that this movie was being made, right? Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, we didn't use any like green screen or anything for this. The the only interiors that we shot were, um, you know, we went to City Hall one day and shot there and, yeah. you know, some of the office stuff we shot inside, but a lot of it is exterior Toronto. Yeah. And it was, you guys did a really good job because I think that maybe there was only like one sort of partial picture of Damien dressed up as Rob Ford that was leaked? You mean, a pa- yeah, the paparazzi photo? The paparazzi photo? Yeah. shot. Yeah, like, because like, yeah. he had the big fat suit on and the red hair. But, like, and- even that scene in City Hall, like, how did no, how do we not see that photo appear anywhere? Yeah. I mean, hey, people, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to answer that question. I don't know. Because I think that there's not, like, when's the last time you hung out at City Hall? You gonna get I that guess. picture? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. I, think I went there once, like maybe seven years ago. Yeah, people probably found out, and they're yeah. like, "Yeah, we don't want to go to City Hall." Were you Were you living here during the Rob Ford stuff, or were you in LA? I was. I was. I was still in theater school uh, at the time. So yeah, I was here for all of it. He was my yeah. mayor. I mean, I was living downtown. Yeah. And so, what was your take when you saw this movie? Because there's the the, the sort of story of the crack video and Rob Ford and everything else in this is different than it played out in real. life life there's some artistic license with this what's yeah. your take on the sort of way that you guys handle it in this movie you know i think we focus a lot more on the millennial generation that was behind the story yeah. um so yes while i think every canadian should go see the film because you know they're going to know exactly what we're talking about it really is about the millennials behind the story and, yeah. and how it affected the younger people um so you know that that's what we're targeting and i think if you look at it that way then you come out with something different right do you know if anybody from the ford family tried to stop you guys from making this movie um, I don't think so. I mean, I don't know. I Doug was probably pissed, but I don't know. Yeah. He's, he's always, always a little pissed, pissed though, right? Something, yeah. right? Come on now. He's got a lot more. He's, got, he's, he's yeah. making license plates right now. And your character, your character plays like pretty much the, the person that's with Rob Ford all the time, right? Yeah, in real and, life, he's an amalgamation of a few different people okay. that works for Rob Ford. Rob Ford had a few special assistants. He yeah. didn't just have one. So Kamal is an amalgamation of a few of them. Right. Did any of them reach out to you guys would be like, all right, listen. No. No, I th- didn't they all go into hiding after no, this? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And you no. know that they're not going to reach out publicly either, right? Like that, that's true. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, how weird was it? Like, you know, you're talking about living dur- here in Toronto during those Rob Ford days, and how weird was it for you to go back to like film this movie as an actor, but you know, you kind of live life on the outside when all of this was happening. I mean, it's the closest thing that I've done to a biopic. This is by no means a biopic, but, um, you know, it's cool. It's an honor to get to come back and do a local Toronto story like this and try to do it justice. Like, it's... It's cool. Did so, any of your any of your co-stars um, ask you like during the filming of this movie, Run This Town? Did any of them ask like, "Oh man, is this what the city was really like, or is this what?" I guess how things kind of like played out I guess Ben you know Ben Platt's really everybody else is Canadian like you know uh, Damien's not I guess but me Nina Dobrev Scott Speedman uh, you know and then Randy Manis Ricky Tolman 
uh, the producer and director. We're all Canadians, so every pretty much everybody on set uh, knew the story, and then a lot of the other actors were local hires as well. So often you hear people uh, have fantastic stories of going from a production like Disney, Aladdin, mm-hmm. and that sort of budget and that treatment to then immediately going to something so small that you shoot it in 21 days. Yeah. What was set life like for you? Like how different was one to the other? Honestly, I was happy to do something different because obviously Aladdin took seven months to shoot and then, you know, six months of post-production so yeah. I was happy to very happy to do something else but were you like where's my trailer like where's the where's my Disney where's my Aladdin trailer why did uh, I get the Aladdin trailer yeah, man? the Aladdin trailer was pretty nice I guess but we, they took care of us on this project and honestly when you shoot something in 21 days for me it's more yeah. like alright let's get it done yeah. like yeah. let's let's get this done so they're know? doing another Aladdin have they talked to you yet no, not no. yet. Not yet. It's funny. Everybody, um, everybody's like, "Why didn't you tell me about this, man?" Yeah, and I'm like, "Because you be- just sent me the article, dude. This is my first time reading this." Really? Do, you still, do you still have the uh, yeah. Aladdin group chat going? Like with Will Smith? Yeah, 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 with Will and Naomi. Yeah, so Naomi. Naomi's good. She's got a lot of inside information, man. So uh-huh. she kind of. Um, you know, we talked and she updated me on things, but I literally had no, like, really no right. idea. I was right. like, oh, okay, cool. So, yeah, they're, they're starting to write the second script. You okay. know, this is really early days. Very, very early days. Right. And you know Hollywood, sometimes it's like, Dude. this stuff not, never comes what to fruition. What was your last text convo with Will Smith? You remember? Um, I think I congratulated him on Bad Boys or Gemini Man. I mean, he's had so much come out this year. Yeah. It's like one after the other. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, that movie is on all the time in my house now. Which one? Aladdin. Oh, yeah? Yeah, my nine-year-old. And I liked, I, and we, you know we talked about this the last time, but I think that the way, the ending that you guys did in Aladdin with the genie was better than the original. Thank you very much. I really do. Thank you. I Overall, I think it exceeded people's expectations. Yeah, yeah. I and think... I, uh, and you have to do a second one. Yeah. You really do. Yeah, let's do it. I mean, I don't know if I'll be back, but right. we'll see, man. <laughs> then we'll go see it together. Yes, right. exactly. <laughs> if I'm not in it, me and you will go see it together. When did you put up a picture saying your curls were back? When was that? Not that long ago, right? I you, guess you not. Had, you had a picture of your hair was all... Do What is the response to that when you do something like that? Because people are fans of your hair, right? People you know like the curls, dude. man. People like the au natural. Are you shocked that you got that kind of reaction? Uh, no, no, I'm not shocked. I just, I had it chemically strained for so long because even after Aladdin, then I shot the Hulu show Reprisal yeah. and they liked it so much from Aladdin. They were like, yeah, we want to keep it straight. You know, it's, it's, yeah. Go even straighter. All right. So I've had to chemically strain it for a while. So I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad for it to be back. Yeah. Uh, Run This Town is in theaters in Toronto <laughs> on Friday and then right across the country on March 13th. Mina Masood, anytime you are back home, you know you have a home here Thanks, on the Roz and Mocha Show, so please come back and visit. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me, right guys. On, this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Yo, Ashley, it's Roz and Mocha. Hey! How you doing, girl? Good, how are you guys doing? Doing great! Where's your roommates at? They can't hear you right now, can they? Mm, no, of course okay. not. <laughs> uh, Ashley, you wrote us this. Roz and Mocha, please fix my life. I have roommates that I've been really good friends with for a long time. Uh, I'm polite, and I always ask before I take something from the fridge, like coffee or any coffee. Condiments. Uh, the friend that I'm closest with has been taking things of mine like beer, snacks, etc., without asking. <gasps> 
When I told her, mm-hmm. when I told her no to a pizza slice, she cried. No joke, literally cried. So my question is, should I tell her that it's rude, or do I just accept the fact that uh, she's taking things? Also, five and seven is my favorite game on the show, and it's been three <laughs> weeks. Can you play around? Uh, yes to that. But first, let's get to this. Okay. Okay, so you have how many roommates do you have? Two. Two. Have the ground rules been established from day one, and these are now rules that are being broken, or have there never been ground rules? Well, there really hasn't been any ground rules. It's kind of been a, a tip or tat kind of thing. Like if she takes something of mine, like I'll kind of do the same thing. But now but, what? It's just um, getting out of hand where she's just taking all your stuff. Yeah, without asking me, and that's and that's the issue. It's the principle behind it. Without you know her asking me, it's like I don't do that to her. Her, so why is it okay but for have you, you to not do that said to me? anything to her in the past like i had a carton of milk in there um that i was hanging on to for my coffee and you keep taking it not cool i mean i have but it kind of it seems like she just kind of shrugs it off so you so you need to have that conversation with her and establish those sort of boundaries because i know these situations i've had roommates where they steal your pizza and you're like man stop stealing my pizza and they're like you can have and listen man i put stuff in the fridge too you can have any of it and then you're like yeah but i don't want your coconut water <laughs> Right, and, and exactly. I put pizza in the fridge. You put garbage in the fridge. I don't want your garbage. Stop eating my pizza. I mean, listen, coconut water is very delicious. No, it's not. It's disgusting. I really enjoy no. it. No. Anyway, uh, I think that you need to establish ground rules. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Because All because right. because these weren't established out of the gate. And I know what this is like where, you know, you are such good friends. And this is just what you do. You know, ah, we're friends. It doesn't matter. It's just, it's just what we do. Oh, my God. It's so great to live with you. Look at this. Oh, my God. You're an angel. You left a piece of pizza in the fridge. I'm hungover and it was there. And mwah, thank you so much. Like, it's that kind of thing, right? But, you're, but, exactly. then, but then it builds resentment in you because you don't want to seem pain that you are losing your mind because your roommate just took a slice of pizza. Because at the end of the day, that's exactly it. And it does sound ridiculous. Like when you just say, oh, you stole, not stole, but you took a slice of my pizza without asking. Like it sounds ridiculous. But in the bigger kind of picture, it's not the first thing that she's taken from you. And you said that she cried when you said no. Yeah, like legit cried, like tears rolling down her face sitting on the floor and I'm like sitting there like what am I supposed to do now? Okay, so <laughs> what was her reaction yeah. other than crying? Like what did she say to you? I, I wasn't expecting you to say that and I, I just like I said I didn't know what to do at that point. But what did you say to her? Um, When she first initially asked me for the slice of pizza I told her no because like I was saving it for me for the rest of the day and like she just she got so shocked. She was really upset. And uh, her reaction, I was not expecting that from her for sure. Do you put stuff in your own sort of containers with your name on them and stuff like that in the fridge? Or well, I it- have my own fridge and they have their own fridge. Oh! Yeah! Yuck! Plot twist! <laughs> So she's going to your fridge and stealing your stuff. Yeah, like going into the basement. Not cool, roommate. I'm with you, Ashley. That is not cool cool at all. (laughs) Thank you. I'm glad someone agrees with me. (laughs) No, and and also, I like. I get that you guys are close and everything else, but she shouldn't. She should also not be wandering around your place when you're not home. Well, that's exactly it, and that's that's the point, right? It's the principle behind it. Yes, like you, and you can frame it this way and say, hey, listen, I love you. And it we are all benefiting from the fact that we can all live together in, in, 
and have these sort of wonderful relationships because it's expensive as hell to try and build a life and I'm happy to have you guys in my life. But one thing that we all need to try and do while we're in this situation is maintain a little sanity. And for me, what mm-hmm. that what for me what that looks like is that when I'm not home, you're not wandering around my place. I need I need some sort of barrier. I love you a lot. I will never say don't come down when I'm there and I love hanging with you, but I need to know that when I'm not there, this one little part of our world that is mine sort of stays that way. I can't worry about that when I'm not at home, especially my pizza. Exactly, especially the pizza. <laughs> Ashley, yeah. I have three more questions before we let you go. For sure. Number one, does your other roommate take anything from your fridge? No. Okay, does the pizza thief take anything from the other roommate's fridge? No. So why you? Um, I think it's because of what I get. Yeah, um, better stuff. Pretty, All right, yeah. so follow-up question. <laughs> Favorite topping okay. on a pizza? Um, That would definitely have to be bacon. Oh. Yo, I'd steal your pizza too. (laughs) (laughs) You know what they say though. But I would share. (laughs) Listen, it starts with a pizza and it ends with your man. You know? Okay. (laughs) No kidding. First it's a slice, next thing you know, it's your relationship. Yeah, it's a scrunchie, a little black black (laughs) dress, then it's your man. Oh, you guys are hilarious. <laughs> it's cuffing season. <laughs> All right, Ashley, we got to go. Okay, well, thank you for right. uh, thanks for calling. Of you course, thank you. Are you going to, guys going to ask me who my favorite person is? Oh, All right, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Sorry, Mocha, it's going to have to be Roz. Oh, yeah, look at that. <laughs> Roz is ready for I know, I to not. be defeated just now. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, girl. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Katy Perry's pregnant and she's got a brand new video as well. So what do you want to do? You want to do the song first or you want to do the the pregnancy announcement? It's called uh, Never Worn White. You love the hell out of me and heaven's where we could be. I've stood on the edge of love. Never it's pretty much like this throughout the entire song. It doesn't. Not, it doesn't kick in. No, it's not oh, like this wow. is the 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 build up to a big like interesting choice to a come big out of the anthem. Game with. But she's pregnant in the video, right? She is. Yeah. So maybe, she doesn't reveal the pregnancy until the very end. Right. 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 Thank God that you were man enough to come answer my mama's prayers. You ask the question. In the video, she's wearing this like big, nice, flowy white dress. Oh. And then, this is as much as it picks up, the song. Oh. And then there's other oh, parts okay. in the video where she's like kind of dressed in like a flower dress. Mm-hmm. Lots of flowers. I, I prefer this, even though it, you can't play this. Nobody's going to jam to this. It's a beautiful song. But I prefer this. If, if it, you give me the choice between something like this or a record that has 10 songs like Swish Swish Bish on it, yeah. I'm taking this every day. Uh, oh, that song sucks so bad. Yeah, I'm oh. taking this every day. And uh, she also posted a shot of her uh, baby bump and uh, followed it up with uh, this scream. <laughs> okay. Well, I think that's it. <laughs> I love She's that. the best. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Because it was Super Tuesday yesterday, my TV was just all politics. Yeah. Boring. Uh, Leafs and Raptors are on the West Coast for the next three nights. Yep. So those games last night started way past my bedtime. Way past. So we decided to watch Love is Blind. Oh. And I know they're doing, um, what are they Welcome releasing tomorrow? To it. The Friday is the, the reunion show. The tomorrow. Reunion. It's tomorrow? I yeah, tomorrow it's the reunion show. 
And it's fire. It's straight fire. You finished it, right? Uh, yeah. You finished the show? I watched I know, six. Shum finished I it. I watched six episodes of Love is Blind on Saturday. Wow. Wow. I did six hours of Love is Blind on Saturday. I don't know if I'm into it. No. What aren't you into? And we're only... This may be, like, typically my wife and I yeah. are in agreement with almost everything we watch. Okay, okay. Movies, TV okay. shows, all of it. Okay. This may be the first time in our relationship where I'm not really into the show. Is she? She's into it. She's into it. So this may be a her only exclusive. Interesting. What is it that you don't like about Love is Blind? I just found that the episodes dragged on and we're only on how, episode, how deep are you? episode two. Oh, wow. Come on. So I think please. I'm giving up, bruh, guys. Bruh. And I see the social media reaction. I know people love the show. People are freaking out over it. And people have been like plowing through episodes. Yeah. I just found it so difficult just to get through the second episode last time. Wow. 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 I sound like the turtle having sex. You sound um, like Owen Wilson. <laughs> um, so... But here's the thing about Love is Blind, though, okay, is one of the reasons why I actually got hooked on it was because the mechanism of Love is Blind, uh, what makes it so different from like The Bachelor and all the other dating shows that we that we see, or even Tinder in real life, is that they make their first connections, if you haven't seen it, they make their first connections by talking to each other in these pods. So they take a bunch of women and a bunch of men, and they all live on opposite sides of like a, a house, I guess, and they only communicate to each other through like two little pods where a wall is in between. So they can only talk to each other. They don't see what each other looks like. And the first couple episodes, what got me and why I loved it was because it was such a different dynamic between people on these shows. Mm. And people got very emotional, and it seemed, it seemed really real and really raw and I was very much into that there wasn't a lot of game playing yeah. and so they hooked me in with this really subtle almost at times dare I say beautiful way for two people to meet being that genuine they have little notebooks where they write their notes about each other like it was really quite sure, beautiful but I'm watching this and, and I'm then like, as you're soon on- as as soon as they get you past that beautiful, they hit you with 10 tons of ugly. Okay. Right? So the ugly is still... Oh! Is still to come. And it, Okay. And if you think watching The Bachelor that you've seen ugly... Yeah. No. No, son. The ugly on Love is Blind is like ugly you've never seen on these shows before. Because I just felt like the episodes kept... Because... The, they are all still separated. The guys and yes. girls are still separated. Yeah. So everything I've seen right now is just the conversations in the pod, yes. which I just found like those segments just dragged and dragged. Yeah, and I'm like, just, okay. just embrace it though. Embrace it. I don't know. Embrace man. the journey. I don't know. Right? And you know how on, on Bachelor they let the contestants drink and every now and then they get a little tipsy? Yeah. On this show, they let them get straight up hammered. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. And also, they don't bleep it because it's Netflix. Yeah. So when these people fight, they fight and talk like the way normal adults talk. Okay. And there is one breakup that happens by a pool. Uh-huh. I'll tell you this much. It may be the single greatest breakup in the history of any of the Can television you tell me what dating episode shows. That happens in? Or you oh, don't it's, even it's know. It's like six, maybe. Yeah, oh, like five or six. six. There is a breakup that happens by the pool. Yeah. Okay. And it may be the single best breakup on any of these reality dating shows. It's legendary. Really? Yeah. Legendary. Does the guy get like slapped in the face? Oh, <laughs> oh my god does he get kicked in the nuts no 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 no. it does well no no I, I'll, I'll give you okay so um 
she throws a drink in his face. Yeah. And then he starts making fun of her wig. <laughs> oh, no. You can't be doing that. You can't be doing that. The Roz and Mocha Show. On Kiss. So the texts are coming in at 925 uh, Somebody wrote and said, keep watching it. It gets better. Another person wrote and said, it took me about four episodes to get into Love is Blind. Mm-hmm. Somebody wrote and said, I watched it while on a shatter bar and then in brackets put weed chocolates. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole show just seems so fake. It was like watching real people acting badly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's awesome. It's so good. It's so good. Uh, somebody else said, uh, Moga, the show is horrible. We all know that, but it does get better as you go. And then someone brought up this show. I don't ever remember this one, but says, hey, all this love is blind talk. Did no one watch Dating in the Dark? Yes, but this Dating in the Dark was wasn't as good. Dark. Dating in the Dark that. wasn't as good as this. Remember, you know how like when, you know when the pitch black restaurants and stuff like that became a thing? Oh, yeah. Right? So they would take two people, they would sit them at a table in one of those pitch black restaurants so they yeah. couldn't see each other. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and then you just focus on the food and conversation. And food and the voice and, and getting to know one another. I don't remember like that being that. a show though. It was, yeah. Oh. Dating in the Dark was a show. Oh. Yeah. Uh, but this is this is different. This is like just next level screw job. It's yeah. so yeah, it's so wild this show. Someone said, wait until the reunion. Apparently Amber, whoever that is, choose Jessica out, whoever that is. Yeah. I don't remember all of their names yet. No, no, no. Because I'm only uh, in episode two. Yeah, yeah. Uh Amber, you'll know uh so drunk brunette and then drunk blonde. So Jessica drunk blonde, Amber drunk brunette. That's all you need to know. Okay. Yeah. Army is yeah. that Army and thirty four year old? Uh, yes. That's kind of how yes. I categorize yes. them. Yes. And then on Arm- the guy's side, I know super yes. short guy. There's beard, yeah. but and it's then funny. There's they, tall guy. They keep calling him super short guy, but like, how short was Matt? Like, I would say like he's probably like five nine, right? Oh, really? Yeah. Well, by comparison, when you stand him up next to those, especially the, like the. The super they're tall all like, guy. I think they're all probably like six plus. Oh, right? right. But everybody's like, oh, I never date a guy that short. And then you look at him and I'm like, he's not that short. Like he's taller than the girls. Yeah. Oh yeah, I guess. Right. And then the only other two I know is white guy that loves black girl and then black girl that loves white guy. Yes. So yes. I don't know their names just right. yet. That's fine. That's fine. Neither do, neither do I. Neither okay. Do that's I, just right? how I categorize them. Yes. Yes. Um, but things like, do you want me to tease some things for you or no? But do you remember which episodes they happen? Because well, then, uh, yeah, yeah. like, if I'm only on episode two and you tell me something uh, that's going to happen in episode seven. No, I don't want to. Okay. I won't spoil anything for you, but I'll, I'll just be. It, but it gets better. Yeah. Like, it gets. <laughs> at, the only way I can say this is that the show just, like, if Bachelor and Bachelorette are super polished, right? Uh-huh. This show is just dirty. Okay. Right? Like it's just dirt. Like everything just ends. Like the, when somebody fights on The Bachelor, they sort of wrap it into like the dramatics and the fence jumping and the voiceover and everything else, right? Like when people fight on this show, it's like awkward watching real people have an argument. Oh, okay. Like it's just, it's ugly. Like they fight dirty and on like this show. Like you said before, they don't bleep the swears. No, and they fight dirty. Like okay. they say, there's one woman who says something to a guy on this show that I have never heard somebody say to somebody on a reality dating show before never and it is vicious like she may as well have shot him through the wall wow (laughs) (laughs) wow all right i'll give it another chance this is the Roz and mocha show podcast
Mocha, can you hear me? Yes, queen. It's time to do the news. Yes, queen. <laughs> Let's do the news. A Roz and Mocha show and kiss 92.5 news break. Quite possibly the biggest comedy festival the world has ever seen was just announced for Los Angeles. Hit me. It's called Netflix is a Joke. Uh, your headliners include, so it's going to happen uh, between May 27th and May 3rd. Uh, if you are... April 27th. Sorry, April 27th and May 3rd. There are no festival passes, but tickets go on sale uh, today for pre-sale and Friday for general public. Uh, Dave Chappelle is headlining. Chris Rock is headlining. Amy Schumer is headlining. Oh my God. Okay. Okay, Lily Dude. Tomlin and Jane Fonda are going to be uh, there to host an all-female uh, comedy show on May 2nd at the Hollywood Palladium. For the standout, which is an LGBTQ celebration, you're going to have Rosie O'Donnell, Sandra Bernhardt, Wanda Sykes, Alan Carr, Hannah Gatsby, Margaret Cho, and more. Other comics slated to perform during Netflix is a joke. Uh, Jamie Foxx, Pete Davidson, Bill Burr, Jerry Seinfeld, Sarah Silverman, Ali Wong, David Letterman, Martin Lawrence, Ken Jeong, Eliza Schlitz, uh, how do you say it? Schlesinger, uh, and the cast of Schitt's Creek Live and more. Oh, oh my so that is that is one comedy festival called Netflix is a joke. That is uh, literally the LA. greatest lineup yeah. in the history of comedy. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Apple will pay up to $500 million to settle a lawsuit over slowing down older iPhones. Remember, this Ooh. was always the rumor that when you had this phone that worked perfectly good and then all of a sudden you had the 6 and then the 7 came out and you're like, why is my 7 so crap right now? And then they had all sorts of explanations for it and everything else. Uh, so the... Settlement agreement, which is subject to approval by a judge on April 3rd, caps a legal battle that's gone on for more than two years during which Apple tried to um, basically just like calm down the absolute global backlash over this. The company admitted in 2017 that it used software updates to slow down older phones soon after angry customers and then uh, tech analysts flagged uh, the updates were causing uh, diminished performance. And so they admitted to it. And what they're saying now, if you're wondering how much every individual who is part of this class action lawsuit will get. The proposed settlement agreement requires Apple to pay the owners of certain iPhone models $25 per affected oh. device, totaling a minimum of $310 million and a maximum of $500 million. 25 bucks? Yeah, so because there's a lot of iPhones out there. I know, right? but you can't even get a charging cable for that. <laughs> no. At the Apple no. store. No, I would have been happier. You know what? I would have been happier had there been a lottery where everybody who had an affected device yeah. went on a website and you put your name up and we all agreed that they were going to pick a hundred names, sure. right? We were all affected. We don't all need $25, but if you want to really put a cap on this and make them feel like they've actually paid, let's all put our names on a website and all agree that we're going to pick a hundred names at the end of this and we're going to get people a lot of money. Right? Like yeah. people will come out of this as millionaires as payment because that's the only thing that works. $25 per person is nothing. Yeah, like I'm just looking on their on the Apple website. Let's just say if I'm going to go and spend that money at Apple, right? Yeah, what like can if, you get? Like I can get like a USB-C to lightning cable for 25 bucks. Right. Right? I yeah. got enough of those at home. Thank you. Right? Like I can get a cable but for just, 25 But not bucks. even the charger box, just the no, cable. No, just the cable. Yeah, see? I can't good. even get I can't even get like a like a power adapter. No. 
for 25 bucks. <laughs> Come on. I know. I would be into that, though. I would be into everybody pulling their names, and then we all decide that we'll let, like Ernst and Young, you get somebody in here. Aren't they the guys that screwed up the Academy Award balance? Yeah, though? they did. So we'll go with a different company then, <laughs> and, yeah. and, and we'll make people a lot of money, like a couple of people a lot. It could be you. You don't know. Bucks. You don't know. Get you don't know. Could that. be you. Uh, Iran has temporarily freed 54,000 prisoners to combat the coronavirus spread. Huh? Iran has what? temporarily freed 54,000 inmates, prisoners, to combat. But weren't they already sequestered? Like, that's the weird thing. Like, you know what I mean? Quarantine. They're already in jail. Uh well, why would they release them out into the world like that? Though? So they've already tested negative for coronavirus, and then they were allowed to post bail. Uh, security prisoners, which are people who are serving five-year sentences or more, will not be let out. Uh, the outbreak in Iran has killed 77 people in less than two weeks Yesterday, the health minister said that a number of confirmed cases has risen by more than 50% for the second day in a row. It now stands at 2,336, although the real number, as we know, because it's Iran, is going to be much higher. Uh, A number of senior Iranian officials have contracted the virus uh, among the latest is the head of emergency medical services. 23 of 290 members of parliament have tested positive uh, for the coronavirus. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. Uh, In Italy, they announced new measures. The uh, prime minister is set to uh, announce new measures to combat the coronavirus outbreak. Uh, Italy is the worst hit European country with uh, 2,260 cases and 79 deaths so far, Mm. including 20 in the past 24 hours. 20, wow. And uh, during a council meeting yesterday, uh, somebody's ringtone went off. Somebody's phone went off while they were talking about the coronavirus. And it was, uh, the ringtone was Stupid Love by Lady Gaga. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Hey, do we know? Has Lady Gaga said anything about it? Has uh, she replied? Is she... This, she did. Yeah, she yeah, wrote. She uh, and this is why I make music. Huh? Oh, uh, do, do they? I wonder if anyone over there knows that she's Italian. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why she replied. She doesn't reply to a lot of things. <laughs> no, I know. I wonder if she replied to her people. Yeah. Because she is Italian. We all we know that. Yes. I don't know. She's never really talked about it. Uh, well, I'm a New York Italian. I'm just a, a Italian girl from New York. That I'm an Italian girl from New York. It's just an Italian girl from New York. The young Italian American girl from New York. That I'm Italian and from New York. Good, good Brooklyn Italian girl. Yeah, that's right. I'm from Brooklyn, I'm Italian. That's a strong. Oh, she Italian. never talks about it. No, <laughs> never. Never once mentions that she's a, that she's Italian. Uh, Drake sparked outrage after calling his baby mama, Sophie Brousseau, a fluke in one of the new songs that he released earlier this week. Uh, We know that Drake has a son named Adonis with uh, uh, the former porn star. And um, in the line of the song, he refers to her as a fluke, saying, baby mama fluke, but I love her for who she is. This is that line. Brought a few W's to the six. Baby mama fluke, but I love her for who she is. So, and a lot of people went in on that saying how toxic that statement appeared. One person on Twitter wrote, uh, Drake really called his uh, baby mom a fluke that said how he loved her for who she is. The toxic meter going off. Someone else said, someone wake me up when y'all stop pretending Drake used the word fluke as a compliment. Um, I, 
I'm not going to defend saying Drake's baby mom is a fluke or how he feels about it. But to me, when you use the word fluke, Mm -hmm. it's always in relation to something good that happens that you weren't expecting or didn't plan for. Like when somebody, you know, like when you're watching a hockey game or a basketball game and somebody shoots it and it goes off somebody's head and then off a knee and it swirls around the rim 22 times before it goes in, people are like, whoa, that was so fluky. Right? Completely. That like that's a fluke is when the end result is something positive. I mean, what you described there is a foul. Right. Really? So it wouldn't count as a point? No, if the ball does, right? <laughs> if I shot the ball and it bounced off every other single player's head before it went in, that's that's a good that's a good bucket. Is that not a good bucket? Yeah, I mean, that's a good bucket. It would make the highlight real. Right. <laughs> uh, the devastation in Nashville yesterday with the tornado that ripped through Tennessee. It's been forever. I was trying to think about this when the last time a tornado hit because they get a lot of tornadoes in in that area yeah but when the last time a tornado hit like a metropolitan area or like a like a dense populated area um and it was just brutal uh they are under a state of emergency right now after the deadliest tornado day in seven years 24 people were killed hundreds of buildings were destroyed people are missing um i know carrie underwood was on she was on one of the american morning shows yesterday and mike fisher was at home with the kids and she was saying that they had to go downstairs to the panic room oh wow they they have a panic room in the house uh their house didn't get hit but they had to they had to do that Uh, so everybody's speaking out because all those people live in nashville right Mm -hmm. like the those sort of country stars they all live there and dolly parton just has a way of sort of her tone and even in a time of just absolute tragedy and devastation and heartbreak listen to dolly's tone and she's just exactly what you need well i'm here on the job today because as they say the show must go on but we had a lot of damage out in our area i know a lot of nashville was just devastated with the storms and i just wanted all of you to know that we are all with you and hope that your family's okay and your property is going to be able to get mended pretty soon get your lights back on but just wanted you to know you're being thought of and we love you and Mm. sorry that it all happened to all of us but hopefully we're okay to those that really lost family members, uh, sorry about that, and our prayers are with you. And so just wanted to shout out and say, we're with you. Aww. Right? It's, it's just a, nice. You know it's I mean? comforting, yeah. Yes. Like, you want to hear Dolly in, uh, in that situation. So uh, good on you. She's one of the greatest people ever. Uh, Miami's Ultra Music Festival is canceled over coronavirus fears. Uh, organizers of the 2020 Ultra Music Festival in Miami pulled the plug on this year's installment yeah. uh, because of the coronavirus consequences of sound reports. Uh, city leaders had encouraged organizers to postpone the event, which was scheduled for March 20th through 22nd, um, with 55,000 people expected to attend daily. However, organizers decided to just cancel it outright. Yeah. Uh, the new James Bond is being pushed back seven months because Woo! of coronavirus. Uh, that movie was supposed to debut, was supposed to hit theaters um, in April, like soon, and now they've pushed it to November. Like Daniel Craig is even hosting SNL this weekend. To as, help promote it. Yes. Wow. Like the, the machine was already going, yeah. uh, but they've uh, they postponed James Go Bond. Go see my movie in November. Exactly. Uh, and according to a new poll, they say two thirds of us would turn down a free cruise because of coronavirus. Oh, I would. I would turn down a free cruise without coronavirus. Oh, yeah, because you hate cruises. Yeah, I can't do it. 
at all. It's not me. No. What is it about? I don't know. It's not my cruise? thing. Like, you, there's so many activities. Uh, there's no, so much to do. It's not for there's me. There's so many options I don't for like, food. I don't like being anywhere where I can't leave at a moment's notice. Yeah, but they also you, have art auctions. <laughs> you know, you, you could have you could have ended your sentence with yeah. "I don't like being anywhere." Yeah, also, yeah, I don't like being anywhere. Right, Period. and then also, <laughs> I don't like being anywhere that I can't leave at a moment's notice. And from what I hear about cruises, that yeah. there, there's some fun to be had, and yeah, you know, I've been on else. too. But the, my problem is that they, th- they charge. Too much for alcohol. That's why you, you need the wristband, right? So you get your unlimited. But that, how much does that cost, though? Oh, like two hundred bucks. That's too expensive. You get free no ice way. cream or free room I service twenty four hours a day. I don't eat any of that, though. So I in don't. other words, to go back to the original statement, yeah, I don't like going anywhere. Right. Period. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if you heard this or not. Ben Affleck was on Jimmy Kimmel the other night, and and Ben Affleck has been just so open with everything and all the interviews that he's doing for his new film where he's crying everywhere and he's, yeah. he's, he's very open with talking about uh, dealing with his sobriety and his divorce and the emotions that come along with that and you've seen all the different Ben Afflecks over the years you know the arrogant Ben Affleck the funny Ben Affleck the political Ben Affleck the all he's, he's, he's been a lot of different guys and I like that he's not sort of shying away from being the broken Ben Affleck who's just trying to put his life back together and yeah. still and, and is vulnerable when he does these things so he was on Jimmy Kimmel the other night and he was talking about how he was shooting a movie called The Last Duel. It's a Ridley Scott film and they yeah. were shooting it in France uh, and he's shooting it with Adam Driver and he said, listen, if I'm going to do this movie, okay, we're going through a divorce right now. My kid's birthday, he's turning eight, is on this day. Mm-hmm. I need to get back to LA and be there for my kid's birthday who's turning oh. eight on this day. Nice. And so on his way back, he made it in time for the birthday but the airline lost the gifts <gasps> no! that he had for his kid's birthday. So, oh, so God, this is the dude. story that Ben Affleck was telling to Jimmy Kimmel about how Adam Driver saved it. And he was like, they didn't get here. So I had to show up to, you know, my son's party with, with no not, present. With no gift yeah, for him. That's bad. And it was like this sort of sinking, awful feeling, you know. And um, and then he goes, but there is something. And so what he said, well, Adam. <clears throat> Uh, heard you say it was your son's birthday and so he called your assistant he got your address and sent some presents and signed a card and a picture from Kylo Ren and I said Sam my presents uh, didn't get here on time he said but I did get a present from somebody who really wanted to make sure you had a gift and he was like who and I said Kylo Ren (laughs) (laughs) he was like and they took I mean it was I, he opened the presents. I played him the video of Kylo Ren, and and it was like, you know, what's well, better it was than an that? Incredibly moving and powerful moment. Like, yeah, Adam made me a hero to my kids. Oh, and I will never. How do you ever? Oh man, right? that's so nice. Yeah. And it sounds to me like he's oh fighting back tears. Right. Oh, he was crying. He's totally crying the whole time. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's it's good. It's good. Uh, this was from the Associated Press. Dogs and cats cannot pass coronavirus to humans, uh, but they can test positive for it. I didn't mm. know this. That being said, health officials recommend uh, that dogs living in households where the coronavirus has been detected should be quarantined along with their owners uh, who are being advised not to uh, kiss their pets and to <gasps> wash their hands after petting them. So I can't kiss my dog? No. Well, not if you test positive for corona. You can't, though. No. So, wait. They can't pass it to us. Can I pass it to him? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm. I'm I don't know. 
Yeah, I don't know. I think that they can get it just like through any other ways. I don't know how that. Like sniffing dogs another dog's butt? Yeah, maybe. Uh, Netflix and uh, Apple have oh. scrapped uh, their plans to uh, screen a whole bunch of stuff at South by Southwest Festival in Austin, Texas because of coronavirus fears. So basically, Apple and Netflix have pulled out of South by Southwest. Completely. Yeah, wow. they had they had, a, they had a couple world premieres that they were doing. Uh, the Beastie Boys documentary was going to be <gasps> there. Um, yeah, after I'm eleven. So pe- excited to see that. I know this is after eleven people tested positive for uh, the coronavirus in Texas. And now it's time for Ask Roz and Mocha. Yo, Carson. Yo, what's going on? What up? What up? Roz and Mocha. Oh. Ask Roz and Mocha. What do you want to ask Roz and Mocha? In order to be successful in life or to achieve anything worthwhile, you need to make sacrifices in life, right? Mm-hmm. So I want to know, is fame, fortune, and applause more important than your peace, joy, and freedom in life? Oh, my God. Okay. Fame, fortune, <laughs> okay. and applause? Okay, hold on here. Say, yeah, so... Come at this again. Say it again. <laughs> is fame, fortune, and applause more important than your peace, joy, and happiness? So essentially what that means is like, um, your goals in life and, and, you know, achieving, being successful in life, is that more important than um, kind of like being at ease and being peaceful and not really too worried in life? And um, how should I put it? Okay, for me, for example... <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not uh, sighing because I think I'm confused. I'm sighing because there's, there's a lot to this. So go ahead. Yeah, so for me, um, I'm 27 years old. Um, I've made a lot of sacrifices in my life. Um, such as, uh, you know, a social life, a fam- like missing out on family events and just make my personal goals to, to achieve certain things that I want to achieve in life. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I bought my first property, my first home at 24 years old Damn. and I'm 27 and I'm, I'm currently working on my, on my third property, getting my third property, right? So I feel a sense of success, but at the same time, I feel like I'm going to be missing out on a lot of things in life. Um, I just got recently engaged to my fiance and I just feel like, thank you. Thank you. And I I just feel like if I continue down this path of achieving all my goals and just so goal orientated that I'll miss out on, you know, having, uh, being there for my family in the future and and for being there for my wife in the future and things like that. But Mm -hmm. everything that you're, you're doing right now, is this not all to set up for the life that you want with your wife and a potential of a family? It is. It's, it is. And that's why I'm having that struggle. It's like, well, like when I listen to you guys, I, I know Roz works two jobs and he works like long hours, right? So um, I know he can kind of relate and kind of understand what I mean. It's like, do you ever feel like you're missing out on spending time with Rox and, and with Catherine? And, and, and yeah, I just feel like mm-hmm. I'll be missing out on, on things like that in life. Mm-hmm. Every day. It, I'll, I'll say I'll say this, and this the the situation that I'm in right now, and the the realization with everything is that you you set out to achieve things, and you want to be successful. And as far as like the accolades and the 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 recognition or fame or whatever it is, that that stuff is just it's this, it's 
it's something that just leads to freedom, right? So like the, the, mm-hmm. more, the more of those things you have, then hopefully it gives you opportunity and opportunity um, gives you, you know, money and money leads to freedom and like all this stuff. Like you don't want debt. Yeah. You don't want a mortgage. You don't want to worry about, you know, where the next bills are going to be paid. You don't want any of that stuff. But I will say this, once you get on that path of where you start yeah. setting yourself up and you're saying, okay, I'm going to work my ass off for X mm. amount of years, right? Yeah. I'm going to yep. do this and I can get married and I'm going to start a family and I'm just going to, I'm going to work my ass off to make sure that nobody has to worry about anything. And then I'm going to take my foot off the gas and we're, I'll be able to cruise and spend some real quality time and everything else. Um, you will never take your foot off the gas. Yeah. Okay. It, 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 that is one of the most difficult things because once the momentum starts happening, I don't need to work two jobs, mm-hmm. but I have such a great um, fear that everything will just go away and I will then struggle or I will then, I don't have to do the days that I do. I don't have to do 14 hour days at all and see my kid for 90 minutes a night. Like I don't have to do that, but I have this fear of letting everybody down and making one bad decision that'll lead to another one and another one and another one, yeah. and then I will yeah. lose, and, then, and then I will lose opportunity, right? Because I don't, yeah. I don't chase success. I just chase opportunity, right? And so when opportunity comes, um, I I pounce on it, and I always have yeah. pounced on it, and I, and I collect things, I hoard things, I hoard mm-hmm. every opportunity and good thing that yeah. has come my way, and I won't let any of it go. And, yeah. It's all and for it's yeah exactly what you're going through right now, Carson. It's to set up for the future, right? Yeah. But the, yep. but at this but at the same time, I come home and I look at my kid, and I look at what I'm setting up, and I look at this life. And I don't know if that matters to her. What matters to her is whether I'm there. That's the only exactly. that's the only thing that matters. And so I go through phases where I feel like the amount that I'm working and mm-hmm. the amount of life that I'm missing, the contributions that I'm making are the wrong contributions. And the contributions yeah. the contributions I should be making are just being there. Okay? And I start yeah, to right. and, I, and I start to feel like I'm ripping my kid off. And then I start going through self-doubt and then I start going through everything else. And then, Mm -hmm. you know what? It's never good enough. It's never enough to get me to take my foot off the gas. And I don't know why. And I don't know why, but I just can't. And any decision you make, you probably feel, much like you, Carson, probably feel like it's the wrong decision. Exactly. If I I sacrifice this for that, then this part of my life is going to be wrong. If I don't sacrifice this for that, that other part of my life, is going to be rising. You're just in a constant battle with yourself in a no-win situation. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. It, it's hard. It's so hard because I, I just never know if it's worth it or not, right? Because it's like, you know, I look at myself three years ago when I was 24 and what I've done so far, and it's like, it feels great, you know? And I just feel like if I continue down this path that I'm going to miss out on so much. No, I say, listen, you're only 27 years old, man. You are on a fantastic path. Like this journey that you're on right now, I wish when I was 24 years old, I had the sense, the common sense and the the financial knowledge to, or even just like to care about the future, my future, yeah. the way you are right now. Like mm-hmm. take advantage right now, man. You're 27 years old. You are doing it right. Uh, thanks. I appreciate that. Like guys. honestly, I went, like I got into like your kind of mental, your financial mental state right now and the way you're thinking yeah. about your future, 
I didn't come to that realization until way, way, way later. And hearing you speak about this, like, my God, I'm so happy that there's a 27-year-old who's telling a story of how they started this journey at 24. Because there's a lot of 24-year-olds who are out there who are still completely lost, have no idea what's going on, have no idea how they're going to get that end result that you as a 27-year-old are still working towards, right? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I will, I'll I'll say this, you know, one of the the things that you have to do, because it's about the individual at this point, and that is um, success is defined by what? Money. Let's see, Maury just said money, right? So Maury said money. You may say something else. Mocha may say something else. I may define success in a, in a different way. Before you start kind of going down any road where, you know, resentment may set in because you've let people down while trying to help everybody, that's that's the real mm-hmm. messed up thing with all this is that you do, yeah. no, you do nothing but help and then you realize you've just done nothing but let people down. Uh, so it's how, it's, you have to figure out, first of all, how you define success. You know, what to you means success? You know, you would like to wake up every day feeling like what in order to feel successful? And is that money, like Maury said? Is that having no debts? Is that having, uh, you know, a great portfolio so you could probably retire when you're 55 as opposed to, you know, late 60s? Uh, Is that, you know, working enough to just afford the apartment and your kids see you every day and you can take them to things and you're the guy that picks them up after school? Like, what is is success for you and then once you define that then you can start making decisions yeah wow, See, that's feel, spot on right yeah. i feel successful when i get home and there's a couple amazon packages for me i kind of feel like wow <laughs> that's super cool but you but you don't see more and i know people like maury too I, I i work with another guy um who's a writer and this guy's philosophy he's in his 40s like well into his 40s maybe mm. even late 40s uh he's a writer and he's single he's got no kids and his philosophy is manage extreme debt because once he dies, it's done and he travels the world. Uh, we talked to him on this show. He's a guy that lived in Airbnbs for a year when Airbnb started because he gave up his apartment, put stuff in storage and decided to just see if it was cheaper living in Airbnbs in his own city for a year mm. and just going, wow. to, just going to work. He would go month to month through a different Airbnb and he saved thousands of dollars doing it. Uh, That sounds like quite the catch. And so for him, success is being able to pick up at any moment and go to Croatia or pick up at any moment and look at his calendar and go, I'm going to take a leave of absence from work and I'm going to go to Australia for a month. (laughs) That's success to him. That is not yeah. success to me. Yeah, I, I hear you. Yeah, you got to define what you got to define what success. You sound, you sound you. stressed out, Carson. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like yeah, mad I, stressed. A little bit. A yeah. little bit. Do you, do you feel like? Do you feel better though? Like now, like having this conversation, do you feel a little bit no, better? No, I do. Yeah. I do. I definitely need to figure out um what drives me. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot of different things, but I need to kind of figure out what's most important. And um and just kind of go with that. Like similar to you, you were talking about you know sacrificing certain things in your life, family events, or just you know just kind of focusing on 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 yourself. I went through something similar before I moved to uh, before I moved to Toronto when I was working outside of outside of this city. Where you know my goal when I moved to Kitchener, Ontario, was to work my 
ass off to yeah. be able to achieve. I didn't know what at the time. I just knew that I had. I was single at the time, living on my own, and had like zero distractions. And I just made work. I, it may not be the the right thing for everybody. For me, though, I thought I made work like one hundred percent of my life, so I could work my way up to you know eventually get to where the show is now, the Razamoka show. Yeah, uh, to yeah. make my way here back to Toronto. That was my goal. My goal at that time was at some point in my life, I want to make my career, I want my career to take me back home, back to Toronto. Yeah, and you did that. You did just that. And then, you know, once once that happens and you have new goals. Yeah. Yeah. I Don't think you're going to get to a point of where you suddenly realize that it's okay to slow down because mm-hmm. that won't I, happen. You know what? I feel like I just realized that. As I'm, as I'm speaking with you, I'm like, no matter what, I'm always going to be chasing something. You yeah. know, there's always going to be some other goal or, yeah. or some form of happiness that I'm trying to reach and achieve. And mm-hmm. uh, life is hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Time well, management too, bro. You got to, don't let it yes. consume you. You know what I mean? Don't yeah. let this, these things that you're chasing, don't let it consume you to the point where time management gets thrown out the window. Make that time to spend with your with your fiance, this person that you're trying to build a future with. And then if you guys decide to to have kids down down the road, have that time to spend with your family. You can still do both. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, brother. All right, guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. By the way, we talked to you for about 10 minutes and Maury's still broke. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny. I was was waiting for a moment to say, Roz, now that I am a father and I have a son, I totally get where you're coming from. God. Just to clarify, if anybody. Oh, yeah. Congratulations, Maury. Thank you. It's a dog, by the way. It's not a a child, okay? (laughs) Right on. Thanks, right. man. Take care, Carson. Uh, all right, guys. Really Take care. Into perspective, Later, bro. Shut up. Uh, Katie asks, <laughs> would you take $10 million but die in 10 years oh, or Jesus Christ. $100 yeah. million and die in five years? And then in brackets, you won't know what you will die of or from. Neither. I would not. No, no, you I, have to. Ross, that's not how this game works. That's a, I, I would leave. Somebody said $10 million. Here you go in a suitcase, but you're going to die in 10 years. I would kick that suitcase back to them and yeah, walk out the door. Yeah, that's not enough money. Not enough money. And also, not enough. Um, not enough. 10 years is not a long time. No, but hold no. on. Because you have to pick one. Ten, look at this. Okay, so $10 okay. million dollars in 10. That's a million dollars uh, okay. a year. Okay, okay, okay. Hashtag math. Okay. <laughs> that's okay. more than I make now. Okay, so if okay, so let's say we have to pick. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. Let's say we have to pick, and the question is: ten million dollars, but you die in ten years, or what? A hundred million dollars, and you die in five years. Mm-hmm. Ten million dollars, die in ten years. I'm yeah, going to say ten million. You're, you're going to well. live longer. You can enjoy the money more. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. ten million to me, ten million. The difference but, between ten million dollars and a hundred million dollars is like negligent. It's can like you nothing. move away and maybe live in some sort of? Very safe underground bunker to Husband try and avoid. Lisp- yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. To yeah. try and avoid, because you got to be alone in this situation. Okay. So to to sure. try and avoid yeah. death. Yeah. Uh, nowhere in this question does it say you have to be alone. The word alone is nowhere in this question. No, no but that's a word no. you just threw. No, but into. if you want to avoid yeah. death, you can't be around. Because what if your partner so you get into a fight? There, maybe that's how you die. Right. Look, to throw you out the balcony of the condo? Oh, no, heart attack no, no, no. There pain. is no avoiding the death at the end of the 10 years. By Even the underground the, in a no, bunker. You will die. You will just die. That's guaranteed. Okay, but you know in 10 years. Yes. So you know, okay, in year one, I'm good. In year two, I'm good. So you know, like with... In, in either situation, years, whether okay. you die in 10 years or five years, in either situation, is Matthew a part of the equation? 
then I have to share the 10 million. <laughs> so the answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Katie also asks, if your kid had to go on any reality show, which show would you not want them to go on? Well, Didn't you once say that Roxy should go on The Bachelor? I, I said years ago that I couldn't wait for Roxy to be The Bachelorette. Not Does go on, not that? go on The Bachelor, not go on The Bachelor. I don't want her as one of those. You 20, want her to be the yeah, one woman, Jing Bangs fighting over some douchebag. Uh, <laughs> no, I said I couldn't wait for Roxy to be The Bachelorette because that's my favorite show. Have you ever show. told her that? No. Can you imagine interviewing her on ET Canada or this show about that? No, she shuts your mouth. No, no, but that's just like people who do Survivor, right? Yeah. There's people who are on Survivor now that were children when Survivor started. And oh, same with yeah. Big, well, same with Big Brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Survivor's like the long one, right? Like there's people who were little children who are now competing and doing very well on Survivor. Like they've, they've grown up with it kind of thing. I'm trying so, to think. It's if wild. Cruise, if I didn't want my son oh my Cruise God, what to if be Cruise on, was on the same reality, what if she, Cruise was on the same season? Like if Cruise, if Cruise was the, if Cruise was one of Roxy's bachelors? <laughs> yes. Oh, 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 man. Can you imagine, bro? And, and Cruise didn't get the rose. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I wouldn't show up to work the next that'd be, day. That'd be- <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. I know. Listen, man, if, uh, oh, geez, yeah. So one reality show that you do not want them on. Uh, any of them. Any of them. All of them. Really? All, all of them, yeah. You don't I, want I her don't. on Big Brother. You no, don't want her on Survivor. No, I don't. Why? I don't. Why not I don't. Big Brother? I don't want that for her. I don't want that to be a thing. I don't want that to be any part of her life. She can choose to do whatever she wants. I mean, she's going to be her own person. But what I, I would say all television. Oh, can Full I tell stop. you one that I, I I hope American Ninja Warrior Junior. Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah, I would do. Oh, yeah, 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 so yeah. good. Those kids are yeah. like amazing. That would be fine. That would be totally and completely great. Oh, you know what? I shouldn't say or that because Cooking Junior. You yeah, can do that cooking one because you know what? She really watches on Netflix. Uh, there's two cooking shows. She watches uh, Zumbo's Just Desserts. Yeah, and she watches uh, Sugar Rush. And both of those shows are captivating and she loves them. So I would like to see her, if she was going to do a reality show, I would love to see her compete on one of those sort of baking shows because she really, it's like her thing. She really loves that. Um, yeah, but the, but it would suck to be a parent watching other people judge your child. No, I'd be fine with that because I think that she would be okay with that. I wouldn't want some. I wouldn't want to be a parent watching somebody judge my child physically or watching somebody somebody right. judge my child as to whether you know they were a good match romantically with somebody. To me, that grosses me out. Mm-hmm. But to watch her compete—that's like that's like saying you wouldn't want your kid to play hockey. Like I would love to see my daughter compete. Like yeah. I really, really would. Yeah. And and if sort of she doesn't play hockey, but if you know if baking was her game, then I would want her to go in and kick ass. And judging is part of it. You know, you're in gymnastics, you get judged. Mm-hmm. You're in figure skating, you get judged. And that's just that's just part of the deal. But so she could do amazing race. Because that's not really a dating or anything. She could do yeah, Amazing Race. I, I just don't like that show. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, I love that show. Uh, I don't like Amazing Race. I've never really been into yeah, it. It doesn't do it for me. I used to like The Mole. Remember that show, The Mole? That was, was Anderson Cooper yeah, hosted Anderson that, right? Cooper what was the one? That. Oh, Fear Factor. Remember that? Fear Factor was oh, great, Joe too. Joe Rogan. Yeah, Joe Rogan did a great job on that show. I loved Fear Factor. Fear Factor was great. My old man used to watch Fear Factor. Oh, yeah? yeah? With yeah, the yeah, bugs, yeah, the cockroach? Yeah, oh, yeah cool. it was great. That was such a good show. And they'd like hang you from did a helicopter and drop to, you into a did lake. Did they bring it back? And, it's back now, right? They, I think Ludacris hosts it. They Is it did on MTV? For a bit. No, it's not anymore. They not did anymore? for a no, bit and it didn't take. Yeah, it didn't take. I don't know why, but it didn't take. Uh, Analia asks, I have a trivia question slash riddle for Maury. Okay. Mm. In Canada, damn it, Maury. Yeah. 
Can a man marry his widow's sister? Like, is this like a legal question? Like, there's really an answer? Or is this a riddle? Do you know what I'm asking? Hello? Yeah, Hello? go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. This is what Annalie asked. She didn't provide the answer, so... Go ahead. Go ahead. Marry his widow's sister. So, like, is there... Do you know the answer? I know that? the answer, yes. 100% I know the answer. Oh, okay. But is it a riddle or like, is this like a news, like, oh my goodness, an actual law question? It's a question. Okay. Can a man marry his widow's sister? Yes. Yeah. The answer is no. Because of like, ooh, grossness? No, it has nothing to do with ooh, grossness. Can a man marry his widow's sister? Oh, because... Can a man marry his widow's sister? Can a man marry his widow? <gasps> Can a man marry? No, because he's dead. Oh! Look who's smart now, bitches. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't celebrate that hard more. Uh, <laughs> Z Chun Mo asks, what is your favorite activity that helps you unwind and de-stress? Oh, God, Maury, do not answer this. <laughs> Okay, let's start with Maury. Go ahead. So you get home. I haven't, since my son's come home, I haven't done... Stop, first of all, stop calling him your son on the show because if people don't know you're talking about a dog, you may get into some really weird territory. Okay. okay. <laughs> so before okay. you had... I I can't say... Before this. you had the dog, yeah. right? You would get home. Yeah. And it's, let's say, 11 a.m. That's right. And you have the condo to yourself I'll tell you until... my whole routine. Yeah. What time does Matthew get home? For lunch? Work? Well, I don't know why he comes home for lunch now. Two p.m. <laughs> okay, so he comes home at two, and then yeah. he goes back to work <laughs> at three, and then he comes back home at yes. seven. Okay, so you have three hours from the time you get home until Matthew comes home. For I lunch. only need one. I only need one. <laughs> okay, so the one hour that you focus on I'll that you have whole at routine. Home. Yeah, go. Okay, I go. turn on the Price Is Right. Yeah, I microwave a hot dog with some cheese on it. Yeah. <laughs> I eat that in front of the prices right. Then I go and grab some paper towel and go into the office and <laughs> private browse private browse for twenty minutes and then go nap. Right. <laughs> now this now you know why we have to clarify that it's a dog and not a child now you have. You, now, yeah. Because you would say I come home and I put Andy in the cage. <laughs> So I can private browse. That is why we need to clarify that it's a dog and not a child. And then, so you sleep, you take yeah. a nap, and Matthew comes home and what, wakes you up? No, I just wake up naturally because he doesn't know how to shut the F up. Right. Oh, wow. Damn. Yeah. Oh, why? Well, he just comes well, home and just starts slams talking? slams the fridge, you know, bowls on ca the counter, makes all yeah, this noise, yeah, all this ruckus yeah. with his food. And yeah. then what, what do you do after he leaves when he goes back to work? Oh, then I'm too, I, I'm way too groggy to do anything else. Right. So like that, I'll just You do that every day, huh? For four hours? You're too not, groggy? No, not every day because like you have to wait for the websites to update themselves. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> the question says unwind. If that helps, whatever. Right. Yeah. Sure. Uh, Roz? Yeah. You have, you have an answer? I mean, I also have an espresso. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be alert, right? Um, <laughs> you gotta know when the when website's yeah, exactly. fresh and updated. You gotta be ready to go at any moment. <laughs> oh, it's updated. Here we go. <laughs> Put my son back in the cage. <laughs> The whole roll of paper towels you bring in with you, huh? No, one square. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Roz. You know what I mean? Right? In the office where the bills are. Wait. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is that not the same office where your dog's crate is in now? No, he's in the den. He's in the oh, den. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway. You, you just disgusting. like sit there at the computer like a weirdo? 
If there's any other way? <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to know. Okay, never mind. Ross. Does the chair at least lean back a little? No, I like to be perched forward. <laughs> you, you lean forward? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I can't you know with this I mean? anymore. Is that not odd to you? Right? I never heard of such a thing. Oh. Somebody leaning forward while seated. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like it's well, so funny. More. Actually, no, you know what though? You know what though? More. This is not. Why? Why? Why would this surprise me? When everything else in your life you make as difficult as possible for yourself, yeah. why wouldn't you do this as well? <laughs> everything in your life is slanted, right? Everything in your life. <laughs> well, because I'm not wearing my glasses, so I need to see. See what? <laughs> oh, Wait, the computer. Why do you take your glasses off? <laughs> What? No, I never wear my glasses at home, ever. Oh. So I always, like, I need to lean right into the monitor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Never mind. I cook when I get home to, rela- to relax okay. and wind. All yeah. Right. Just cook. Yeah. That's it. I, uh, what do I do to unwind? I like sitting down with a coffee and, like, watching YouTube videos. Sure. There you go. Perfect. Done. That's I mean, the, normal, normal person. At okay. nighttime to unwind, I like to read a page from my book. Right. A page. Because well, that's <laughs> all I, I can do. Right. Because your hand's so sore from earlier in the day, right? <laughs> <laughs> I can't hold the, okay. can't hold the book anymore. Enough, enough, enough. Ah, <laughs> uh, Sarah wants to know um, what all the computers uh, that I use in the studio control what, what do they all do so if you've ever seen uh videos on instagram at kiss 925 you can see the studio where we do the show from mm-hmm. and i have uh three computer monitors a keyboard i have two like audio consoles in front of me Mixing a boards. cd player mm-hmm. um and then like a sound uh, a machine that i use to play like sound effects on so mm-hmm. one of these uh mixing boards as maury just said uh, controls all the microphones in here. Um, that's a mixing board. Controls the volume levels for the music that we play, um, all the commercials and everything. Uh, the other mixing board controls our DJ booth, all of our other computers that we use. Like, for example, um, one of the monitors that we have here, it's a bit bigger than, like, I don't know, like an iPad Pro, and it's all touchscreen, and the computer that it's attached to has all the music that we play, all of our commercials, our production that gets played, so like the stuff that says, you know, you're listening to the Razumoga show, like all that stuff, I have the ability to control that particular machine. I can find any piece of audio just by typing on the screen, and the results will start um, popping up. And then the computer that's directly in front of me has a program that I use to record everything that happens in this room. For example, like we're recording this podcast right now and it's happening on on that computer that's right in front of me. Like when people come in for like interviews, those are all recorded on this machine. Um, if you ever call us on the show or we call you during the show, all of that is recorded on this machine. Then there's another computer that we have that's just for like basic internet browsing and um, email. Mm-hmm. Roz has a monitor in front of him that he that is sort of mimics mochas, but he can't touch it. Yeah, I have uh, I, in front of me. I have one monitor that just shows me like all the commercials and music that I really don't look. I use it as a clock. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and, uh, and and which which is funny because the actual time on it, the clock, is the smallest thing on it. And it's a huge Where monitor is it? right there. 
Oh, that's tiny. Yeah, that's what I told you. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Matthew said. Um, uh, and then I just have my regular like PC computer monitor in front of me. And then the third monitor that I have is the one where I can monitor uh, what the studio cameras are showing. So it's almost like a switcher where I can switch back and forth in between cameras as we're recording stuff. Can I ask you one question from Dens? Yes. Do you eat pizza flat or do you fold it? Like, do fold you, it. Do you envelope fold it? it? Envelope it. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Mocha? Always fold. Mm -hmm. I've never does it. The slice of pizza could be like the thinnest ever, and I will still find a way to fold it. Yeah, I can't just pick up a slice of pizza and eat it like that. As soon as I pick up a slice of pizza, I fold it in half. Oh yeah, I have to. I only envelope it depending on the ingredients. If it's a basic cheese, then I'll just eat it flat. But if there's stuff on it, pepperoni or pineapple or whatever oh, I like, then I and fold it just so things don't fall. You no, know, even with Roxy, she'll take a piece of pizza and um and I'll grab a slice and I'll fold mine. And if she goes to put hers in her mouth without folding it, I go ah. And then she folds it. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you're pizza shaming no, because, your own kid. Yeah, because it's, it's 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 cleaner and easier to eat that way. It is right. Yeah, yeah. I find the same. Find yeah. the same thing. A question from Kelly. I'm only going to say this one only because I have a favorite quote. She says, "What's your favorite quote or phrase?" Oh god. And they brought that up because I have one that I've memorized. It's the only quote I've ever memorized. Which is, uh, I like to have a martini two at the very most. Three, I'm under the table. Four, I'm under the host. Oh wow! I Where's have that from? never. I read that in a in a martini menu once at a martini bar, and it stuck in my head like like instantly. <laughs> Say it again slower. I like to have a martini. Two at the very most. Three, I'm under the table. Four, I'm under the host. <laughs> I've never heard you say that. For somebody who says that that's his favorite quote of all time, I, this is the very first time I've ever yeah. heard you say that. Whenever I'm out with, like, you know, my friends. Yeah. Matthew's friends? <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. And we're at a bar or something, I might bring that out just, you know, to sort of look But cool you know what, though? The I'll yeah. tell the bartender For that the I'm times like, hey. that we've ever been at a social gathering where people are drinking yeah. and Maury's there, yeah. you never order a martini. No, I don't like martini. I you used like to love quote. martinis. I, like I because when you walk back to your table or seat, half of it's on the floor because it splishes. Right, and also because you're a child, yeah. <laughs> and your hand is probably super, super sore from earlier in the day. <laughs> Weak. <laughs> um, Cole Vance wants to know, Roz. Yeah. Have Roz and uh, damn it, Matthew actually ever met in real life? Have me and Matthew met? Yeah. Yes, many times. I see Matthew at work all the time for the when I'm doing ETK. Oh yeah, because Matthew's a, show. a publicist. Yeah. It's weird because I've never seen Roz when I'm with Matthew. Matthew only sees Roz and I'm not there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And when I see Matthew, we sort of give each other a look like we like we're sharing a moment. Like I know the hell that he goes through at home and he knows the hell that I go through at work. <laughs> <laughs> like what like a little tip of the hat? A little tip of the hat. It's like it's like we've both been prisoners of war and we don't speak about it, but I can tell. Like I can tell. I can tell by looking at him. That I he knows what I know what he's been through and he knows what I go through. Yeah. Like you um, both have that PSTTD yeah, or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, exactly, we'll end on, on this. <laughs> PS3TD. <laughs> Back in the cage. Leah asked, <laughs> Leah asked this question. And it's interesting that Leah asked this because we had a conversation, like not on the radio, not on the podcast oh. about this recently. Shem, if you want to, Shem brought this up to us. Shem, you want to get in here? You can answer this question as well because I think it's real interesting. If you could know the absolute and total truth to one question, what question would you ask? Assume, assuming this, okay, because we have to, there's a couple parameters. Hey, Shem, how you doing? Shem works on the Razamoka show, by the way. Hey, Shem, how you doing? Uh, good, how are good, you? Okay, your mic wasn't on the first time. That's okay. Okay, so here, here's the thing, because we, we can't go 
in circles about the qualifications of the person who would be giving you the answer. We have to assume that if you have the question, the person you're going to be asking would definitively have the answer to that, right? Mm -hmm. So let's just assume that it's the one authority in that thing because I don't want to get into, well, what if they lie or you have to talk to the, okay, whatever. Okay, so if you could definitively know the answer to one question, what would that be, right? Yes. Mocha. Like, immediately I would want to know what's going on over in Area 51. Right. And like whether they got aliens over there, whether there are spaceships mm-hmm. or they're hiding like alien weaponry. One question though. What's your one question? Why because it all that be your one it, question. That's you get one question, you want to know about I aliens. I know, like I know. I'm sure Seems that there's like another a greater question. Yeah, you're right. I think there there's probably another question out there that I should really, really think long and hard mm-hmm. about. But immediately the first thing that comes to my mind when I read that question is are they hiding aliens in Area 51? Okay, so that would be your one question. Yeah. The problem with this question and the problem with this, like, not your question, but this question in general is this. Let's say you say, are they hiding aliens at Area 51? And the guy goes, no. And then that's your answer? That's your answer. Simply because they're not hiding them at Area 51. They just let them roam free. Oh. Right. You know what I mean? Oh. Like, this is like, this is... Shev's head's going to explode. Okay, this, so this no, is, this is what I'm, this is what I'm saying. There are aliens, No, though. I know. But then there's so many right? other questions, like follow-ups. I, but who cares? Yeah. Yeah. But, you're not, but, are you allowed, but we're not allowed follow-ups, oh. right? Are we allowed follow-ups? I don't know if we're allowed follow-ups. No. And and can the question be something that's attainable? Because can I just then go to somebody and say, what are the Lotto Max numbers for next week? Oh, yeah. right. Uh, that's a question that I would love to know the answer to. Like but if it, that person knew right, what the like, next lottery, so like are these like, big jackpot numbers? Yeah. Are. So it's, yeah. it's 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 tough for me. Right? I'd want to I'd want to ask my mom why'd you leave my dad. But you can ask her that now. Yeah, okay, hold on. Let me get back to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom's not dead. Okay, hold she, on. Come she, back to me in a second. She lives in Calgary. You know this. Aren't you like right. Facebook yes. friends with her? Right. Okay. Yeah, I, she wishes me happy birthday. Yeah. Why don't you ask Matthew why he comes home for lunch and ruins his all your <laughs> time? <laughs> Somebody had to say it, right? <laughs> Somebody had to say it. You can bleep that out. Uh, Shem, Shem, what's, what's, what's your... Leaning what, forward what, in the chair like Oh, oh God. Because I can't see. Hold <laughs> okay. well, on, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, Before yeah, we continue. Yeah. Does Matthew ever use that computer to sit in that same chair? Yes, of course. That's yeah. where he orders Do you oh. sit on a towel or do you go bare on the on the, on the the chair? Like bare. Okay, nice. Uh, just, Shem, like, why not? Yeah. Shem, oh. what's what's your number one question? Why do I have to share a room with Maury in this studio? What would you like to know? Is it like something religious? Is it something that is uh, has to do with like, pop culture? Pop culture. I want to know who is shot it? Tupac. You want to know who shot Tupac? Yeah. Why? Who cares? I care. It's no, one question. Yeah. Who gives it? It is one of pop culture's biggest questions. Mysteries. Who shot Tupac? So, but why wouldn't you want to know? Was Princess like I like was Princess Diana murdered? Okay, but I don't care about that. Is Elvis Presley still alive? No. Okay, here's my question though, right? And this is why I fear a question like "Who shot Tupac?" Mm. You will you will live a long and happy life not knowing who shot Tupac. Sure. Okay. You have one question that you can answer that somebody's going to answer you. Okay. What winds up happening is with that knowledge. What do you then do with it? Because if you know the answer to that, that does not mean that anybody is going to believe you. Yeah. You're going to spend your life 
trying to prove to everybody else. But I wouldn't though. But, it's just for my own knowledge. But also, but okay. also, it could be a complete letdown. What if it is somebody that was nameless and faceless, and it literally, legitimately was wrong place, wrong time? Who knows what the hell? Do you know what? Then I well that that would be a massive letdown. I'm not gonna lie, that would really <laughs> suck. That would really suck. Because I'm thinking like you know name celebrities. I won't name anybody now. I'm not a yeah. snitch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Um, like it would be a letdown. Yeah. Write it them would. down. Maury will say them. No problem. He's a huge snitch. <laughs> what about asking the, a manager at a bank the combination of the vault? Yeah, but then what but are you going to do with that info? Then you have to say, how can I get in here? It can also, yeah, you know, like, what are you no, going to do? Could just, then you could just hide out under a desk until they close and in steal a bank. the land. Really? With all yeah. them cameras? And what? Open? I'm under the desk. Yeah, but you wouldn't make it five feet. They have security cameras. They have all this stuff. Okay, come back like, to like me in a minute. Asking why, because you know me, I like to try and figure out how can I monetize this, right? Mm, how can I make sure. money off of one question? Ooh. And it's still like, it, it's, it's, I'm, I'm, it, this is a tough one because I don't know exactly. Like Maury said, you know, you can ask for the thing at the bank. But then what do you do with that info? What about mm -hmm. the recipe to some secret thing, right? Like what about the recipe to something nobody knows the what, recipe? Like, like the KFC, spices for KFC? KFC or the caramel secret. But, but here's the problem is that there's intellectual property with that. And so if you ever tried to sell that, they would sue you. Like you're not allowed to do that. We'll come back to you. Yeah. Come back to me in a second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe go unwind or something. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah, you go lean into this question for a while more. Okay. <laughs> this is the craziest podcast we've ever done. Oh my God, every week on Hold Instagram. Hold on, no, 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 what, there's what, still what, one what? more. What? what? It's very, I can't believe you missed this very important okay. one. It's time sensitive from yeah. Josh. Mocha, if you were gay and single, would you date Maury? <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. There you go. Wow. Every week on Instagram, wow. you'll see. Well, no, hold on a second. Here, that, that was your one question. Ask Razamoga. That's where you ask your question, and uh, and we'll try our best to answer as many as we can on a future episode of the Razamoga Show podcast. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Powered by Air Transat. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.